0: Welcome to Day 2, Part 2 of the Sword Chomp Game of the Year podcast. And if for some reason you missed Part 1, go back and check your feed. Um, You don't want to miss what the show we recorded last night was crazy. We had a magical argument, a debate about best music that you don't want to miss. And we went through all the major categories of the year um, and gave out our dagger too. So don't miss that if for some reason you're clicking on Part 2 first. Um... So yeah, this seems a little abrupt. That's because it is. We're going to get right into it. What I'm going to do for part two here is I'll introduce each host today as we get to their number five choice on their list. So what we do with part two is that we count down our top five games of the year from five to one, and then we kind of do a roundtable and discuss what we think should be the official... Sword Chomp Game of the Year that reflects us all the most. So let's get right into it Um, with introductions and their number five choice. That's right. He's having a spasm over there. The Filipino Johnny Depp. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. His final official podcast until he becomes like a guest uh, podcaster on occasion. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We call him Fish. Um, He's amped up because he saw Star Wars, much like I did today. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Did Rise of the Skywalker... Leave you with a rise of the uh, fish walker in your
1: uh, loins?
2: Okay. Nailed it, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. It did, yeah. It sure
1: Woo. did, man. It sure did. i Are you I sure believe... that's a
2: walker? I mean, you got to crawl before you can
3: walk.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's just a cane, actually. It's a, it's a baby Yoda.
3: Yeah, well, how would you? What? No, it's, <laughs> what? It's, a, it's a walker. It's just got, you know, the four tennis balls on the feet.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. That's a horrifying image. Thank you, Josh. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so Fish, uh, kind of crazy night, and here we are again. Um, and that kind of reminds me that if for some reason this is one of your first two podcasts uh, listening to as far as Sword Trump goes, we're going to take a week off at uh, the beginning of January, and then we'll be back with all sorts of new topics, probably Star Wars, The Witcher, I don't think too much games are coming out yet. We're still catching up on some stuff, but it's going to be a jam packed fucking show because we've had weeks and weeks to uh, absorb some new content polls. Sword Chomp will be in full swing again, but this man won't be here. So enjoy his final day, Fish. Mm -hmm. Did you
1: pick a number five game of the year? I hope you did.
0: Mm,
1: Let's see. uh, Oh, shit. This is a top five game of the year. Oh, fuck. All right. Let me just.
0: What do we say we're going to call it? it The
1: the meh. Fish's meh games of the year. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, these games are uh, all right mm, yeah no I I found a number five surprisingly I mm-hmm. it wasn't too hard to make my list I'll be honest here there wasn't that many okay. video games that I did play this year or finish <laughs> but no judgment
0: no judgment I mean <laughs> it's it's your Thank last you. show we, we can't
1: judge you <sighs> That's all I wanted. That's all I've ever wanted this entire time, Morgan. Oh my god! This is so freeing. Uh, don't get too I feel, happy I feel this... Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, Apex Legends was my number five. Ah, um, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that that game came out of nowhere. I love how they released it with no... We didn't know that Respawn was actually making this game. They were making a Battle Royale, which, you know, mm-hmm. um, earlier this year, I the, you know it was almost like 2 years ago that you know we were talking about well it seems like you know there's going to be a whole big spawn of uh, battle royale games and uh sure enough there was but nothing really stuck but Apex Legends came out and um made by respawn so um the people who made um fuck what's that game called um with the mechs shit I can't oh, it was uh, Titanfall yeah, good Titanfall yeah I did the Titanfall, same thing yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Titanfall
0: 2 was kind of their underappreciated uh right. shooter that year, yeah.
1: Right. And yeah, so like and they and they taken a lot of the guns in Apex Legends are actually guns from there as well, um which is cool mm-hmm. um but yeah, it's a, it was a squad base uh <clears throat> a battle royale that came out that just yeah, You were crazy
0: fun. addicted to. It. I remember seeing you fucking mm-hmm. God, you played that thing for hours and hours till like three in the morning. I remember seeing you just leveling up constantly. I was horrified by all of it, quite frankly. Um, I, I remember yeah. uh, you and Shay played it like crazy, and uh, yeah, it was. You were, dude, you were deep. You were deep in this. I was,
1: and I think it's because it, it was the actual gunplay. Like it, I, I enjoyed Fortnite for what it was when we played it together, but it quickly lost its luster after. You know, we had that win, um, and uh, you guys didn't necessarily want to play it as mm-hmm. much after, afterwards. So, after um, we reached the pinnacle of
3: success. Uh, yeah. Pretty well, much, Shay yeah. Well, Shay did. It, Shay, it lost its Shay. luster after that uh, first human centipede. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> the second yeah, human centipede's about... <laughs> never quite the same. <laughs>
0: yeah, just yeah. not
3: quite the same. <laughs> yeah. um, we
0: need to get that on a shirt. second human <laughs> centipede never quite the
1: same. <laughs>
3: uh yeah that
1: human centipede will never be the same without me but um yeah. <laughs> sure. um wait the, where
0: were you were you in the back or the front of the centipede because if you're in the sure, back uh, i think we uh, can adapt yeah okay? i
1: think we've i think we uh you're in the oh. very back
0: yeah you're in the very back of the centipede all right i am Yeah. which means i need somebody else to shove their head up my ass all right <laughs> <laughs> We'll be, we'll be all right. Oh, God. I
2: don't think you've ever seen a human y- centipede. The heads don't go in the ass.
3: Well, oh, I th- that, I and even if that was what ass. you required, you do it a pretty good job of doing that yourself. So,
0: Is it just like the mouth that goes in the... I don't really, honestly, I don't think I... <laughs> <laughs> can, can you describe a human centipede in great detail for me? Um, no, I'm just kidding. I'll Google it. Uh, I'm sorry, first, Go
1: ahead. <laughs> you, no, you should, probably shouldn't, Morgan, but...
0: Uh, I'm just um, kidding.
1: Oh my God! Jesus
0: fucking Christ. Okay, that joke is no longer that funny. That's fucking horrifying. Wow. Alright. People actually watch that shit? Jesus Christ.
1: People actually do that shit. Oh,
0: no, nobody actually does that shit. That's fake fish. Come on. It's fantasy. Oh my God. I'm like, I'm gonna have nightmares now. Like, I thought it was like more comedic than that. I didn't know it was like a... Okay. All right. Um so Fish, I was going to say though, yeah, it's a uh, I don't even really like battle royale games battle royale games and I think that Apex Legends has the best gameplay of, you know, of all the ones oh, for i sure. played for sure. Yeah. Um yeah, it's that smooth, that... silky smooth. Kind of Call of Duty. Let's be honest. It feels yeah. like Call of Duty.
1: You know, that's it, what it is. It it does, yeah. It does. Um but they they added some things in the game. Um I think pinging locations mm-hmm. was like the one thing that really like uh shined in that game at first for me. It was being in a squad and not necessarily wanting to chat with people but having a way to communicate them and like spot out objectives with you know randoms online was uh amazing like you you could you actually felt like you could still stay uh competitive and actually have you know a team that that knows what they're doing um as long as you know the other players are not um, too gun ho and want to run into the battles. Um, Is that like gun ho usually... or
0: gung ho? What did you say? It sounded like you said gun ho, which also sounds great. <laughs> gun
1: ho, yeah. Get that was a... gung ho. Isn't it always... gung ho? I always thought it was gun ho because no. People... It's...
2: Yeah, it's it's gun ho. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's not. No, it's not. (laughs) Is that that what the pimp says to his
1: his lady friend whenever he needs the gun to go shoot some dude? No,
2: it's what I say to my my hand right before I'm about to um, flagellate myself.
0: If if you need a secondary title for Game of the Year slash parentheses gung-ho, it is actually gung-ho with a G, unthinkably enthusiastic and eager, especially about taking part in fighting or warfare.
1: So I was gung ho.
0: Yeah. I'm going to miss all your cute little phrases, fish, like gung ho. You know, I'm going to miss
1: those. <laughs> uh, I'm going to miss them too.
0: Anyways, great choice, fish. Uh, what? what? Thought...
3: Huh? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to miss them. <laughs> are you, are you, are you, are you, you setting up from on the yourself? phrase business?
1: Is this mitosis? Are you doing self mitosis? Um, I'm, free- okay. I'm freezing myself. I'll see you guys in 2099.
0: <laughs> He's uh Wesley Snipes and a demolition man. Um, okay, so that's a great choice, Fish. I actually would have guessed higher on your list, honestly. But uh I think you did oh, the like right it. thing. Just one more spot. Just down one yeah. more. Oh. Not,
1: eh. Okay,
0: bad joke. A bad joke. Uh I'm just kidding. I respect all of your choices. And knowing you, I think Apex Legends is a great choice for you. All right. Uh Hey, by the way, thanks for being here, Fish. I want to say Fish has been an amazing part of this podcast and has contributed most importantly in letting us all uh, poke fun at him. So uh, we're gonna we really appreciate that. You take a beating every week, so mm-hmm. until we find someone else to take a beating, if we ever do, it's been fun. Um,
1: you might have to take the beating for me for a mm, bit, Morgan.
0: That's the problem, though. I fight back, and then it gets nasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a nasty <laughs> fish. Has never got <laughs> into a single you make him fight. Just a little ears. bit angry, and
3: he starts flinging shit everywhere. It's just, it's just horrible.
0: <laughs> it's like that. They
1: built yeah, this who's mechanical. Who's going to catch ar- that shit now, Morgan?
0: On uh, on Silicon Valley, they built this mechanical arm for a monkey that lost its arm, and it was like this huge scientific um, revelation that they built this arm for this monkey, but it just ended up using the arm to throw shit at them, and they were like, "Wow, all this science for." for no good reason um but yeah so thank you fish great choice apex legends number five uh shay layton is here um we call him the professor he phones in from japan um it's true and uh, yeah i do want to say right off the bat shay does a amazing job editing the shows when josh needs some time he runs our twitter account uh active in all ways all sorts of uh, twitch got the twitch up and going he does a lot for us so thank you shay for Patron merch yes. store. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I was just trying to be nice,
2: but eh, I'm crying, do that, I <laughs> crying in my bed because I have zero um, free time.
0: But yes, thank you for all your hard work, Shay. Yeah, we no really worries. appreciate it. Um, he's in a great mood today, but we're not going to tell you why. What is your number five choice of the year,
2: Shay? Yeah, I wanted to mention it as a quick runner-up. I'm not going to talk yeah, think... about it. Uh, but Resident Evil Two was Unfortunately, booted off my list. It was really, really painful to do that. But there there were five better games, in my opinion, this year. So number five was Ape Out. Ape Out was a game that obviously I had not really heard of. Josh described it to us as you are a monkey that beats the shit out of things to the beat of jazz drums. That's pretty much all he told me. (laughs) <laughs> and I when started it was immediately hooked. Uh, as we kind of talked about yesterday, the the soundtrack is amazing, and I love the fact that the the fact that it's dynamic contributes so much to how the game is experienced. Really, if that that if that soundtrack wasn't dynamic, the game wouldn't be near as fun as it is. On top of that, it's a very simplistic, but it's a very cool art style. In that, when you like everything is shaded, like there's not like details. Like you are you are an out like an orangish outline of an ape, and you're running around and you're seeing shapes and outlines of are filled in uh, shapes of humans. Basically, you're throwing them against the wall or you're throwing them against like a barricade or a barrier or against each other. And when you do this, they burst into what is supposed to be blood, but it looks like paint. So it, like you imagine as if almost this gorilla is just taking globs of paint and just throwing it against the wall and just splattering this paint repeatedly in a seemingly incoherent pattern and you walk through the level and you can kind of see the carnage that you uh you create after you finish the level because it will show you the path you um you you took to complete the level or if you die it shows you how you how how close you were to the end and the thing i also like about this game is the levels are dynamic too um, like certain parts of the levels will rearrange. So if you die, you can't take the same exact path because sometimes the level itself will change too. So that's a really big thing about this game. This entire game is simplistic yet intensely dynamic. And it it just was a really fun game. it was it was fun into in that you got to have all these different experiences each time you played it. And each time you died. So it was just it was a way for it to be like a unifying yet completely different experience for each person.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Number five, Ape Out for The Professor. Uh, Okay, very cool. Keep I'm writing all these down. Keep track of them. Uh, Joshua Fowler is here from Michigan, the Jimmy Rustler. As I mentioned, we call him Josh. Josh does an incredible job editing the podcast every single week, which means he has to listen to us all twice. Poor guy. That's pretty, I do pretty awful. I do.
3: Um.
0: So yes. Yeah, so the the sound going straight into the ears, and the, a lot of times the titles for the shows and, and posting them and all that. Um. Till he needs those break weeks is Josh. So great work, Josh. Really proud of everything you do for us. Um, Thank you. Absolutely.
3: What is your number five game of the year? My number five, and this is all of these are so ridiculously close this year. Um, Like, really, three through thirty are all within like striking range. Like, I could be swayed into any of them uh, being there. Like, it's just there's there's so many good games this year. Uh, But choices had to be made, and number five is Control. Oh!
0: Okay, okay. Interesting. Control. I, I was curious to see where that I had a gut feeling it was going to fall on the list, just wasn't sure where.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: It was, uh, like, I had issues with the gunplay in it, but the rest of the combat is so outstanding that it just works. And and also, <clears throat> the uh, the two guns that do work are the ones that behave more like regular abilities like you get a sniper that it just charges up and uh it just it it feels more accurate so you can actually actually shoot that that one just feels like the most you know solid gun that's actually a gun and then you also get like this rocket launcher type sort of a deal which essentially functions just like it was any of your other powers and uh that one also feels great. Uh, so like once I started playing with, uh, with those two, like it, the combat just completely clicked. I'm just like, okay, I can use all these telekinetic powers and do whatever I want. And if I ever run out of, um, you know, uh, whatever it's called focus, I can't remember what your mana bar is called in this game, but if I ever run out of that (laughs) and have to (laughs) wait for it to recharge, I I finally have one of these guns that just clicks with me and I can, uh, yeah, it just, it worked. It worked so well. Once I got to that point, it kind of, yeah, it, that and you know, just the we we talked about how great the art design was and the uh like just the the whole world the world building of that game is just great and it was just a joy to go through every new area and find out more about this world this sort of like uh, uh you know X Files type setting which was just just amazing. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, it may make an appearance here later as well, but uh, oh, yeah, was, uh, control. <laughs> yeah, it's an it's an excellent game. Yeah, it was a game that one of our um, I was really interested in. One of our listeners and friends, patrons, uh, the Reverend, uh, got from me, and I uh, was able to share it with you guys. And yeah, put it in and didn't stop playing it for like a week. Really, really, really compelling for me. Um, okay, great choice, Josh. Number five, Control. Mm-hmm. All right. One uh, chink in the armor is down, and we have. All, if we get all pieces of armor off, it will reveal the naked fish. Okay, um, that's what we're going for. Game of the year, naked fish. Um, six pack of glistening. Uh, okay, so let's uh, change up the. Oh yeah, I guess I should do mine. Um, so, ooh, Maybe. Uh, by the way, I'm a general mountain time. Um, Morgan here in Montana, and it's been a lot of fun this year. Um, wrangling this whole thing together, and I'm excited moving into next year. I think I think it's gonna probably be one of the best years in gaming that we've ever seen, and our site has grown quite a bit, our podcast, everything we do. So it's gonna be fun, even though it fucking sucks. that fish won't be here, so we'll mm-hmm. we'll drag him in at some point as a guest or whatever. Um, but uh, my number five, um, I'll be I'm trying to save more time for the ones I'm really passionate about at the top of my list, but I'll say number five for me was Mario Maker Two. Um, Mario Maker 2, like, uh, just really hit a sweet spot for me because I love games with a lot of creativity. I kind of got into, like, the base building and No Man's Sky and stuff like that. Um, Man, I missed out on Mario Maker on the Wii U, like most people did. And that was, like, a revolutionary game. Like, you can literally make fucking Mario levels and damn good ones with a lot more flexibility than you would ever think you could, but no one had a Wii U. So, like, bringing that to a Switch, which is a console almost everyone fucking has, was... A miracle for me and god i got so into that i made so many levels i was sharing them with our community um we talked about this yesterday just seeing you guys play the levels was very gratifying and like just that creative output for me just was really fun like being sort of a level designer um for for a month there in my own sad delusional world and then when i broke my leg i had it in the hospital and it was kind of a game that got me through a tough time too when i got it back out of the hospital um I needed something to kind of snap my mind out of that sad place where I was just sitting there with a broken leg, depressed, worried about it getting infected, and all that kind of weird anxiety-ridden stuff. So, Mario Maker Two was is one of the best games. At, Mario Maker is one of the best games ever made that no one ever played, and Mario Maker Two allowed me to play it with my friends because fucking everybody has a Switch. So, Mario Maker Two is mm-hmm. mine, number five. Um, all right, let's get to number four. Uh, fish. You know, just give me have a nice flow here. I'll just keep it spinning around. Fish. What kind of surprises await around door number four? Door number four. Death stranding. Oh, that a boy. There we go. We have a death stranding appearance. Mm-hmm.
1: There's a uh, BT appearance here.
0: A beat, a beat the appearance after I nagged you enough to keep playing it, which I appreciate you were able to get, mm-hmm. I mean, you're nowhere near beating it, but you were able to get into it right. enough to kind of see.
1: I mean, yeah. Fucking wild. It does. And it's very much on brand with Kojima's uh, storytelling, which uh, I've kind of missed throughout the years. Um, I fell off of metal gear solid five. Um, sadly, even though, you know, yeah, it, it did too. introduce a kind of, um, it's it's weird i didn't really give that game a shot that i think it deserves or at least i personally feel like it deserves yeah as far as like being a fan of the metal gear solid series i still regard you know metal gear solid as one of my favorite games on all the playstation systems at this point um and it, it it is you know um kojima's uh Work. Uh, you could just see it in like these weird. I love. I love his na superna- His take on like supernatural colliding with real world type of stuff. Uh it it's something that's very unique to him. And like I, when when you see it in in these games, like any of his Metal Gear Solid games, like it it just feels right. It doesn't feel like it's uh, something that was pulled from somewhere else. Like you could tell he has like um like he he, you could tell he he has a lot of influences on um like uh social media and like uh mainstream type of stuff but like he spins it in a way that's uh very interesting and the way he portrays it it's very unique to his mind and the fact that he can bring it to life and he kind of has that courage to put out something out there that may not necessarily be regarded as um liked by you know the general populace uh and yet still has like this great big following of people who do um like that type of stuff um is is, is it it's interesting to me like uh, so i don't know like death stranding was it built up you know ever since he left uh kojima or kojima uh konami um and ever since, like, I've always been curious, like, man, what kind of fucking game is he gonna make, you know, with a new IP and not actually make another Metal Gear Solid game and everything, and, um, uh, I I was pleasantly surprised, like, it, it, it seems like one of those games that doesn't work, but surprisingly works with, like, the gameplay and his storytelling, like, it all just feels like a Kojima game to me at the end of the day, and. I like that. I like that I could play a Kojima-ass game in 2019 and it feel fresh, you know? He has, like, these unique takes on um, what what kind of messages he wants to get through in the game. Um, And, of course, like, his wacky-ass characters and storytelling and just all sorts of weird stuff going on in that game that keeps your interest but doesn't necessarily make you feel too invested in it, or the, at least that's the way I play those games like I'm not too inv- heavily invested in it, but like it's just enough to where I'm just like, man why why the hell is this baby able to you know hook up to this weird umbilical cord to this guy and like give him like a fucking sixth sense of you know uh sensing these uh supernatural beings from a different realm, and so I, weird shit like that is just enough you know, to keep my interest, and yet I like the gameplay in that game still... It, it, it's almost, like, calming to go through the gameplay itself, and when you actually get to, like, the story beats, that's when it's, like, starts to ramp up. Like, even when you come across, like, um, the meals in the game, which are, like, other delivery men who've just gone astray and are just so <laughs> eager to <laughs> deliver shit and uh, want to steal your packages, like, it, it's so fucking weird that you're doing this mundane thing of delivering stuff in a video game. It's like the ultimate fetch quest, but yet he made it, he fleshed out the fetch quests in a way that was just like brilliant in the fact that you're using technology to 3D print bridges over like rivers and big chasms in the game. And, uh, and yet you're also carrying around Thermal nuclear devices that could blow up a whole fucking city, and you have to throw it into a lake. And <laughs> yeah, that part. It's, it's it's so fucking yeah. wild. So, yeah. Um, I, I look forward to playing more of that game, and um, I think it deserves the spot at number four on my list for sure.
0: Yeah, excited for you to see the other Mads Mikkelsen chapters in particular, and discuss the ending with you because yeah, that that ending is pretty divisive. Um, if you even understand it, fuck. If you if you understand yeah. it, let me know. Right. Um but yeah, it's uh it's Kojima unchained. Unstranded, if you will. Um what is a chain but a, a metal strand? Um metal woven strand. Number four for fish. Death do a stranding. Oh. Uh... Shay Layton, the professor, what made your list at number four?
2: Um, I went with Apex Legends. I don't have too much to add from what Fish added uh, when he talked about it as his number five. The things I will say is I think it out of the shooting battle royales, I think it is the clear cut winner. It is the has the best mechanics, I think. I think it's the the most accurate and solid shooter it is maybe not necessarily. They don't have as much events as something like Fortnite, which I can respect and appreciate Fortnite because it's, it's gone beyond the game. And it's more like, it's almost like it doubles as like social media in a lot of ways now because so many people hang on it, hang out on it. Apex isn't quite on that level. It doesn't have that. It's more of like the serious side, I think. And I appreciate that because it, It harkens back to the days of when I used to play Call of Duty uh, consistently online. And I, I enjoy that. It's a very tight game. I enjoy the selection of guns. I enjoy the frenetic combat, obviously. It's an online shooter. And I really enjoyed it this year a lot because I get to play with a lot of different people. I met a lot of different people. Playing that game. Uh, I, I enjoyed playing with you guys. I enjoyed playing with our fans. I enjoyed playing with people I met on Twitter. Uh, I Yeah, I just it's, it's a game that I really enjoyed a lot this year. It kind of scratched an itch I have off and on ever since I quit playing Call of Duty consistently. So there were times this year where I felt that itch. It was cool that I could just pop online, play a free game that was pretty much as tight as um one of those first person shooters that you pay 60 dollars for and then i could scratch the itch for an hour or two hours or even a day and then i was good and i was happy so i remember you
0: had the i remember you were you were like uh i'm kind of worried guys i'm gonna have to stop playing apex legends because it's i'm getting the call of duty thing again and i'm worried about myself Uh. yeah yeah exactly
2: and that's and that's the thing with with those games uh for me, I don't have moderation because when I do something, I generally like to put hundred percent of myself into it. So if it's like working out, if it's writing, if it's reading, if it's playing drums, whatever it is, I want to put a hundred percent in. So when I started an online game and I see like, I could be this good. I'm down here because I haven't been playing that much. I I run the risk of falling into that hole very easily and apex i could have easily done that and i did almost do that this summer um like i had a month and a half off from work and i was playing a little bit more with friends and people on twitter and fish and i was like man, i could see myself really going down this hole and i almost did Um, and that's not not a bad thing it's not a knock on the game that's a knock on my level of or lack of moderation so that being said, like I, th- I think it's a fantastic game. I think it's the best battle royale shooter game out there, for sure.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I just hope this is the one thing, last thing I'll say. I hope that if somehow they hear this, respawn hears this, please put in crossplay. Please put in crossplay mm-hmm.
3: at this point. I want that's to play
0: with Josh. Yeah, that's what took Fortnite to the next
3: level, so... Yeah, like, I, I get that they're trying to be way more competitive, and that would make it a little unbalanced, but, I don't know, it just seems like, like you said, like, there's such social games that, I don't know, I think it's worth it. I think yeah. it's I will. worth the, you know... They could they could yeah. even do like a casual mode where it's yeah.
2: crossplay, and then a competitive mode where it's console exclusive.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that
2: maybe that adds like a little bit of extra load time and screen time, but
3: I mean, yeah,
2: I'm I'm willing to live
3: with that. At the end of the day, yeah, I would. Yeah, exactly. I'd love to be able to play with everybody, for sure,
0: for sure. Okay, cool. So two Apex Legends sightings on the list. There we go for Shay as number four. Uh Josh, it looks like you're coming up here on the list. Uh what, what do you mm-hmm. have as number four?
3: At number four this year, we have Wargroove for uh for being Good just man. a ridiculously well thought out and just um simplified but like um really well balanced tactics game, which is something that I needed more of after, uh, into the breach, which is <clears throat> about as pared back as you can get and still have it be, um, that excellent. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it was amazing getting to play like a, uh, uh, Advance wars style tactics game again, which are like just some of my favorites. Um,
0: Kind of a throwback to, the yeah, I remember those GBA mm-hmm. Advanced Wars games. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, being able to play those with, like, a lot of the new online features that uh they added here so we could play with friends and stuff. Um Like, I, the campaign is great. I love playing through that. But then also being able to play co-op missions with, with Shay and be able to play versus matches against Shay and some of the other yeah. uh, listeners to the podcast was just perfect. Like, it's, you, you can just just, you know... Very easily, like that, that one game uses a. That game did have cross play, like right off the bat, you can just, you know, start a match and invite your friends and just hop on and play some tactics games against each other, Um, which is kind of scratching an itch that, um, I kind of had because it's like it, it's like playing a war game, like a like a board game, war game, war game, yeah. against what your like friends Risk or something. Yeah, and it was <laughs> it was just really fun to have something like that yeah. easily available to be able to play with friends.
0: Yeah, it's a shame you can't do that with more games like Into the Breach or Fire Emblem and stuff. Like they don't offer those sort of multiplayer things. That'd be mm-hmm. that'd be fun.
3: Mm-hmm. Cool.
0: All right, well there you go, Josh, taking the dark horse war groove. I I appreciate that. I was predicting that you'd throw that on there just to. Throw off our fire emblem love, but uh, <laughs> I know you were high on war groove for a while, and your kid was too, which is pretty cute. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, war groove grooving in, settling into the groove of Josh. I have no, sorry, number four on Josh's list. Um, all right, interesting list shaping up so far as I'm staring at this here for sure. For sure, we're already into the top three, doing great, gentlemen. Uh, my number four, I'll keep it fairly succinct. Um, my number four is—I guess someone here's got to stand up for the Resident Evil Two remake. God damn it!
2: Um, thank you, thank you for putting it on the list because I felt <laughs> so guilty not putting it on there. In all seriousness,
0: shit. I, yeah, I remember me and Shay talk quite. Yeah, I mean, I said it before when it first came out that I think it's the best remake uh, ever made because I think it's important that they were able to take modern Resident Evil gameplay and fuse it with the nostalgia of the original games but also make it incredibly gorgeous. And you should definitely, the music playing the original, playing this game with the original Resident Evil 2 music on for me was like such a fucking nostalgia trip. But that original gameplay would not hold up outside of nostalgia. So this was a brilliant move because Resident Evil 4 played so fucking good. And Resident Evil 5 also played well, but then it was, you know, um, what's it called? The, The return was much less satisfying with that one because the story wasn't anywhere near as good. And then you know how Resident Evil went downhill. Six was horrible. And then seven was kind of a return to form. So yeah, it was just a brilliant idea. And I thought a lot about this. Like if they could somehow do something like this with Tomb Raider where they could, um, even though I'd love just a a new visual overhaul to Tomb Raider 2, but if they could do like the Tomb Raider 1 or 2 but use the modern Tomb Raider gameplay style.
3: they'd have to, If they could, yeah, you'd you'd have to kind of. It'd be different. Yeah, that would be good, good. Like you'd have to, you'd have to like kind of scale the whole thing up a little bit to use the new, would. the new gameplay because it's so much faster than the old mm-hmm. kind of like thoughtful tank control, like precise platforming yes. stuff,
0: like g- very geometric mm-hmm. blocks, weird shapes and stuff. Yeah, and I think it's doable, but it would just be, cu- I'd be having fun. I, I would be curious to see it. Oh, yeah, well, uh, it would be like, cool. Sorry. Um, if it's even doable, and maybe it's not. And I think that's what makes this such a unique case is that they had the wherewithal to say, look, that original. T- Tank control style game for Resident Evil Two probably would not hold up well today. Let's change the gameplay to make it modern, but keep the great things about the original game—the cheesy nostalgia of the story. Um, they they actually updated the map a little bit to where it's one of the better maps I've seen in a game in a long time. Like it tells you, like you can put your little cursor on everything, and like oh here's the pawn key or the whatever. It's a hmm. very helpful. I felt like it was a lot more helpful than in the original game for just getting around. Um, and man, it, it was creepy. There's so many memories in that game. I'll remember like going into the dog kennels that have been destroyed and infested under the police station. Just so many haunting, uh, moments in that game and scenes that are just horrifying. And I, I love, I love horror games when they're done really, really well. So this was a nostalgia fix for me, but also I was impressed by how they handle, I've never played a remake that was, that had done this before. And so, um, I'm sure we'll start to see more of it. And and let's be honest, the Resident Evil 3 remake that's coming out this year, I'm sure it'll be great too, but it's going to be a lot less magical
3: because... After, number, after we know what they can do, yeah.
0: Yeah, and also Resident Evil 3, no offense, it was not as good as Resident Evil 2. I mean, that by that, you know, so.
2: No, I agree. I think it's definitely the best remake to date, easily. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't even think of anything else, as far as remakes go, not remasters. Um, remasters are kind of their own their own beast so yeah congratulations um, Capcom it was great I'm a little worried that these remakes are making hopefully like Fish said on the last podcast this will give them more time to make Resident Evil Resident Evil 8 better um, but uh, I'm a little worried that they're just going to get remake happy because what if we're going to get another one this year and it's just like now they're just kind of churning them out it almost feels and where's Resident Evil 8 so it's, eh, yeah, I don't know really the only
3: other one Resident they have Evil to do 7. is one because I mean, yeah. four yeah, I has mean, already been they like oh, they true, they released yeah. that on the the Wii, um, with like you know, there the remastered some... controls and everything, yeah. So it's been if they, yeah, yeah. more recently, if,
0: if they wanted to get really weird with it, they could do like Code Veronica. What there's, so there's some spin off mm-hmm. ones like the Dreamcast one, yeah. Uh, so but yeah, anyways, I think this is a good moment in time, and I think they'll be a lot less exciting in the future, but still probably great. So, uh, Resident Evil 2 remake. Um, objectively for what it is, I think it's almost a perfect artistic creation. Um, but it is a remake, which means it is a lot of the enjoyment is based off of things that were created back in the nineties. So that's why it's much lower on my list, but still wanted to honor it. Uh, all right. Number four is in the books, and Number three, Fisheruski. Hey, look, we made a rhyme. Isn't that great? Um, Fisheruski, what do you have on number three on your list?
1: Mm, this Fisherooski, uh... <laughs> this Fisherooski, con- not the other one. <laughs> this one conjured up a uh, fire emblem. Conjured a fire emblem, wow! Mm, yes. On to my list at number three. Um, and, yeah, my list could go in any order because, like... I enjoyed all these games. No, I no, don't say life. that. you got to have passion. Don't say it could go in any order. <laughs> <laughs> Come
0: on, oh, don't make it sound oh, like you just okay. threw it together while you were taking a shit, all right? Slapped
1: it all together. That's not far for the truth. Anyway.
0: <laughs> he was washing oh. his cum socks, and he just <laughs> jotted some words down on paper.
1: <laughs> no, um, yeah, when I started uh, Fire Emblem, mm-hmm. like the first two hours of that game, like the first mission, like, had you doing, like, the most cliche type of thing of fighting bandits, and th- that immediately like threw me in this weird feel of like, oh man, this is just a typical JRPG. And at first glance, it really is like just a typical type of JRPG with anime type of like characters. And Don't you um, say that well, <laughs> that, that's that's how it was the first hour for me, listen, Jay. What like, can you hear? What
2: can you hear, sir? <laughs>
1: I'm telling
0: you about JRPGs. Wow. Wow. You're my, L- you're my favorite in this game.
4: We'll you, you listen here. Man.
0: Okay, sorry. <laughs> um... No, no, but I will if, say this, Fish, if, it, not to interrupt you, but I think Fish, <laughs> I have to say this. I have to say this. Okay. I know this is your time to talk, but the one thing that me and Shay probably noticed instantly because we've played all these fucking goddamn Fire Emblem games was the uh, the ability to choose at the beginning was very different, um, where you're like choosing a house, walking around, picking your students all within the first 10 minutes or whatever. That to me was like wildly different. But for you, it's your first Fire Emblem game and, you know, cool, but maybe you weren't as like, holy shit about it.
1: Right. Yeah, I didn't know necessarily what the nuances were as to previous uh, games in the series were, so I had nothing to base it off of really other than my um knowledge of, you know, uh Japanese type RPG tactics games and um, yeah. so yeah, yeah, my uh it, it seemed like a lot of it was just like mm, typical type of stuff and not necessarily capturing my attention. Um, But that game slowly opened up itself to me, uh, much like the relationships do in the game with the characters that you have, where they they slowly build up and um, you hear more of their backstory and you just you see how they interact with other characters that um, it it just it, it. it it captures your attention in a way. Like eventually like you'll start to grow a bond with certain characters and you want to know more about them or you just want to see if you can, um, further the relationship between the professor and his student and, you know, invite them to Mm -hmm. a secret garden tea party and Mm -hmm. uh, try to get into their inner thoughts and, you know, sway them to go to a ball, uh, dance, you know, so, um, and then eventually, you know, take them back to mm. their dorm, and then um, show them your blade, your mm. sword of the creator. Oh, that's case, a beautiful
2: you're... blade. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that <there> a dagger? <gasps> oh, dagger! Oh, owie, it's sharp.
0: Yeah, oh. I like how Fish tried to say he had a sword of the creator. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. Uh, oh, you tease. I had a blessed lance. Okay, tough crowd tonight. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, I do. Although I do like, it could be a sword of the creator because it looks like a sword, but you kind of sling it like a whip, so it kind of grows as you sling right. it around. So, yeah.
1: Right. Yeah, there's to... like weird sections that like detach and like you <laughs> see the <laughs> muscle between each bone it's fucking weird as shit yeah. it's basically uh, an ivy uh, sword no. yeah it.
0: yeah it's ivy yeah if it's low caliber yeah yeah pretty much Um. anyways yeah so fish you you finally. What kind of pushed you over the? Fish told me so so many funny stories. I know from this, where he was mm-hmm. telling me he was like restarting the battles to gain experience, and I was yelling at him about that. Um, he was playing on normal. Yeah,
1: the the combat like uh, fire. I know Himmel you ca- enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I I was I, I did enjoy it, but like, um, actually, you know what? There was another game, Fire Emblem game that I played, which was the mobile game. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. that's essentially all I had to go off of. But like Josh has uh, said, like. That, that whole triangle thing of, uh, you know, Lance's Beat, uh, Calvary, or whatever, like, th- there was, like, a rock, paper, scissors yes. type of thing with the, yeah. your units on the battlefield, um, and that wasn't as interesting to me, playing through that game, and um, it was a mobile game, so it was a little... It seemed like it was a little... I, I'm i pretty sure it was a little bit more dumbed down as far as, like, graphics go, Um, and their characters are more chibi-style. But this game, like, it, the... The combat felt like a lot more death. Like, um, in the combat, you there was different modes that you could actually see the battlefield as well, which was cool. Like, you could actually mm-hmm. um, equip a battalion uh-huh. to certain characters. In this battalion, essentially, if you uh, zoom in on the battlefield, you could see the battalion right behind your character and um, see him fight off, you know, another character's battalion as well. Um, and I like the fact that they. We took that extra step to kinda in a tactics game to make that combat seem like more of like a battlefield, which I thoroughly enjoyed so much. Um so much so that like I was going through certain um this is probably why I was doing so much grinding and I enjoyed it as well, was like I was going through the different modes of like zooming in and out of battlefields then um it, it felt good. Like it, it it, it was varying in a way that, like, you could see if you wanted more action from your characters and actually wanted to see... Like, there was a part of me, like... So I made Savane my uh, Wyvern type of uh, character, who was this guy with a big-ass axe on top of a dragon in Battlefield, and, like, he's, like, my main dude because he, he, he has a lot of spaces that he can move, and he hits so fucking hard that, you know... Um, I enjoyed watching him like go head first into battle. he's usually the one to kind of start off the battle and set the uh, mode of the or set the mood of the uh battle that I'm ensuing um. And uh, yeah, it's just it's just you just cool send to see.
0: Sylvain out there to die, basically. Here you go, set the tone. Uh, yeah. uh No, no,
1: he actually like yeah, he he could hold his own and everything.
0: Are you jealous that he's a ladies' man? and You're just trying to get him killed quickly. Is is he interfering <laughs> with your with your dates? See uh, you that know that
1: what? It, it, it's funny. Like it, his character starts out as like, you know, it's like oh, this is a ladies' type of guy. He's a womanizer type of person, and like and like for like the first uh few hours of like hearing his dialogue like that's kind of how he was but like slowly his character like starts to reveal uh deeper things about himself and then you get more of invested in him and then eventually you find you're just like you're starting to care for this character and um i could say that for a good handful of different characters on the blue lions um that i enjoyed and like uh seeing how they interact like and then hearing your guys's uh um, uh, uh, your playthroughs with uh, a different uh, a whole house of uh, different people to go off of like that also yeah. interests me interest, interests me and in, like I feel like I'm kind of have like a FOMO feel there like uh, I w- kind of wish I went down that route as well to kind of experience what you guys are going through but like um, I do like the fact that it's a, it's a really huge game. Like there's there's a lot in there as far as like storytelling through the characters and um, the the amount of battles that it's in that game. So um, yeah, I was just
0: gonna say that, Josh. When I started the my hard playthrough with uh, the female character, you can get Sylvain right off the bat because you're a yeah, woman.
3: Yeah, no, so. did, like that, yeah, the whole womanizer thing. You can recruit him instantly, that's like as so soon fun. as you that's show that's up, because so he did, funny, he wants yeah. those tits. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, dude, the Lady Violet, I mean, I don't, <laughs> the man, Fire Emblem really knows how to, what'd you call, it's the horny casino, well, it's not really a casino anymore, because it's an actual game instead of the mobile one, mm-hmm. but it's a horny something, it's the horniest Nintendo game, God damn it, easily, that's why Nintendo won't give it the full, mm. <laughs> um, production values of Zelda, probably, too much tit, too much, too much magical tit there, um, but yeah, it's a, know, just you know, singular, a just
2: one large, glorious tit that yeah, nintendo continues to milk repeatedly
0: <laughs> Just just wanted oh yes uh, so uh last question fish we got to move on uh, but thank you for that mm-hmm. exposition uh who did you who did you end up settling on for your for your uh who are you courting this deep into
1: <sighs> oh gosh it's so uh, so all over the place because there's so many different events that happen as well and there's so many different. that's not what i it. asked you god damn it who are you courting uh, so I gave up on Mercedes. Like she was my first uh, es- essential kind of like love at first sight. She light. was too holy. So yeah, 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 She yeah. was like eventually like I got to learn her character and like and she, this girl's still, like, too fucking tame for me. And then yeah, I like, yeah. I started to uh, started <laughs> get more invested started to get more invested in um, her friend, which is Annette. Oh, um, sneaky! And- and- <laughs> snook over <laughs> to her friend right that's just like a fucking relationship but it Ooh. was it, it was weird <laughs> but um. <laughs> and then eventually I grew tired of her as well and, like, I wonder I if uh, to... Mercedes was
0: wondering why you were always asking what her friend was up to <laughs> Hey, you wanna go hang out what is Annette
2: doing No, she's, huh.
0: I don't Does possibly she know what you ever mean about that
2: <laughs>
4: I couldn't possibly know pray the the why you ask
0: about my friend is Annette? she so was, what is Annette like? I never courted her. She kinda Oh, that's terrible, Josh. Mm. Um is Annette uh know. You know, I We're think letting, I thought Annette I thought Annette was I thought, was thought more Fish the was
3: answering there since he was the one, you know falling back to her.
0: Oh yeah, the little the orange haired girl. <clears throat> okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I was asking you, Fish. Like what is an anyways, look, this is gonna get into a long sexual thing. We don't have time for this right now, Fish, mm-hmm. but Annette is who you're yeah. now courting.
1: No, Ingrid. <laughs> uh, I'm,
0: Ingrid, I'm, Ingrid is pretty badass. I like Ingrid a lot. She is, yeah. Yeah. She's a typical uh, kind of blonde hair, blue eye, but well, she's got a really cool personality.
1: And, and the thing is, is as mm-hmm. a, I, the only other character that I actually recruited from another house was Bernadetta. Mm. And that felt great to actually get her, but I kind of wish like I... Did it sooner in game just for the fact that I could have learned a little bit more about her character because now she's like, and the weird thing is is like, in the time jump like she's not necessarily there on that first mission and like I was kind of hoping that she was there, you know, and um I'm pretty sure that that's just how it is is the the main house gets all their characters in that main mission yeah. Um, and that it's kind of a shame but like I can see why like if you recruited like a bunch of people over they can't all just fit them onto the battlefield so it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that they didn't do that but
3: Yeah, you still get like uh, all the social link type conversations from recruits but uh they don't have uh like um main story cutscene beats the way the class you choose will. Um Right. So you always, you always get more information about whichever one, whichever house you choose at the the start.
1: Yeah. And I'd imagine that'd be kind of very daunting. At that point, that game would just become too daunting to have to like program in each character and have them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, okay. Well, thank you, Fish. Uh, that was rather lengthy, but it is your last podcast, so I'll allow it. Uh... I'll allow it. <laughs> um, all right. Fire Emblem for Fishes, number three. Apparently me and Shay prodding him enough to play it. Uh, did it's good. I remember we had a lot of good podcasts about that, a lot of fun back when it first came out. Um, and yeah, eventually you guys caught up to it, but it was a little lonely for me that first two, those first two weeks when I put like 30 hours into it and I had
3: nobody to talk to. Um, anyways, uh, number three. Did you have no one to sh- talk to? Because it seemed like you were doing an awful lot of talking.
2: Yeah. No, I mean,
3: there was talk. That's
2: that's that's a mistake, Josh. That's blathering. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs>
0: bumbling maybe. Um no, bumbling is a dating thing, right? Dating B- Bumble. Bumble. Uh yeah, Bumble. Yeah. Let's get some bumbling on. Get your bumbling on, Fish.
2: Uh Shay, oh, yeah. you're number 3. My number 3 is Bumble. Uh I enjoyed swiping. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: a great game. How successful were you on Bumble this year?
2: Uh, you know, It's not about the numbers. It's about the uh, quality of the game. It's about the uh, replayability.
3: Bumble is strictly about the numbers.
2: Yeah, you're right. Uh, My number three was (laughs) Wargroove. I really, like Josh said, I really enjoyed this game a lot. I forgot that it came out this year because it came out at the beginning of the year. And Mm -hmm. so much has happened this year. But, yeah, this game was phenomenal. Uh, I was um, hooked for so long at the beginning of the year to this game. It's really enjoyable. I enjoyed the story. It's not the most amazing story in the world, but I really enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed a lot of the characters that you interact with, all the different commanders you can take control of. I really liked that the creators included very unique situations. For example, the final fight in the game, you have to take control of just strictly commanders, which is a very difficult fight. Um, I'm surprised I remember that fight so vividly, but yeah, that's yeah very good fight. Uh, yeah, it just was it was a really fun game as a good strategy game. I don't, I think, I don't think it was as good as Into the Breach per se. Even though Into the Breach came out last year, I still think Into the Breach is one of the top tier. But this game is maybe half a step below it, for sure in mm-hmm. terms of strat. It's got a lot going for it. And I, I really enjoyed it. I love the online, uh, capability, which you guys have already talked about, I think pretty extensively. And I share your sentiments, Morgan. I wish that more strategy games had this ability because it was really fun getting my ass kicked by Josh, and um, I, I would love to do Or like when Josh and I paired up to fight against uh, computers, it was very kind of reminiscent to me of when Josh and I were really in a StarCraft years ago, and we would play and just face off against the computer. It really had that vibe. <laughs> yeah. So I enjoyed that a lot. You know, Josh, we should, if, if it's not too late, we should play that for a bit after the podcast. Yeah. Actually. Kind of want to, now that we're talking <laughs> about it.
4: Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> But yeah, it's it's a very good game. Um, it's one of the best strategy games to come out, and like strategy games have really made a comeback. I've realized they're really starting to make a comeback. They're still niche, but they're they are becoming better and better there's in the been, past few years. Yeah,
3: there's been a lot of experimentation recently with, between Into the Breach and Wargroove. Groove. Uh, yep. Another one that I played uh, recently was uh, Bad North which is, like, a okay. very minimalistic uh, RTS where you're controlling, okay. like, a really small number of troops, um, like, tiny, tiny numbers of troops and trying to, like, fend off waves of enemies coming in.
4: That's cool.
2: Um, That's cool. So almost like a RTS slash tower defense yeah, hybrid.
3: Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, that was, that cool. like, super, super pared down. Um, like, That's cool. But, I, yeah, like that. like, I like there's the really of that. There's been really cool stuff in the genre, so... I think so. Yeah. I'm,
2: there have been yeah. games over the years that have been good in the genre. It's just it's uh maybe it's because I, I paid more attention, that could be part of it, or it just really feels like there's more innovation going on recently in strat and tactics games as of late. And this game I think is an example of what can go right if you put um enough quality and time and labor and love into it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: All right, number three for Shay is
0: another appearance for the Wolf groove, Joshua Fowler. Voila! we also have a number three. <laughs> Sorry, I'm working on I'm working on every impression and accent I have today during the show. All of them. Hmm. So bear with me. We are. So <laughs> no different
3: than normal. Bear with me, or grin and bear it. <laughs> one of the two. Hmm. Number three. This is again like. Tight competition. Tight competition. Mm-hmm. There's not We're like. We're getting to the top here. Oh, We're getting yeah. close. Getting there. But uh number three this year is Sayonara Wild Hearts. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Sayonara Wild Hearts, which you can play if you have an hour of free time in Apple Arcade. So. Boom. Um, okay, why? Tell me why.
3: I I, I just I really love how it uh a A the music is just amazing. Like it's a really good pop album, and it, like I, I mentioned on the last show, it uh, it does. It's made to fit the game, even even more so than to just exist as music. Um, mm-hmm. And just the the whole overall package is so satisfying because it, again, it's like you said, it's something you can sit down and play through the whole thing in like an hour. Um, yeah, but it's got like a lot of the feeling of like old. Uh, um, like old racing games a lot of the time like you know where you find a, you know find secrets here or there because uh, mm-hmm. you're trying to find they've got like different collectibles on each of the levels that you can go through and try to find and it's got you know score high score stuff for how well you play the level uh, mm-hmm. that you can just you know it, it gives you lots of reasons to go back and keep playing uh, other yeah. than just hearing the music again which is worth it but uh it, it's it, it it is the the experience is always rewarding like i've gone back and played through that game i don't know how many times since it came out and it's been just a joy every time it's not like i get there and like oh i i need to you know grind my way through this thing to try to find one more collectible it's just like i'm playing it and if i happen to see it while going through it it's it's great cuz it's just it's just fun to play just so much fun to be in that world and listen to these amazing songs, and have just this really, like, really fast-paced, play- you know, just frantic. Um, I mean, frantic's not even the right word. Like, like It's, it's like
0: the first level of Sonic Adventure. Yeah. With a
3: snowboard. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, like, to the beat but, and but stuff. But the whole It's, it's really cool. Yeah. It's really cool.
0: They do some pretty creative stuff toward the back half of the game, too, with, like, what what your vehicle is, or like how you're moving around, and mm-hmm. like there's some really strange stuff that you probably won't see coming. Um, yeah, they start switching it remember. up a lot
3: near the end. Like yeah. they have, yeah, um, you know, like driving levels and and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like uh, um, there was this like one cool res. level where it
0: was like an '80s synth level where you like mm-hmm. literally were just in a car rolling down the night street or whatever.
3: Yeah, yeah, and um, they have one that's like kind of like an old school. I mean, the whole game has got like a lot of vector art type stuff like look to it but one of the levels in particular just goes all the way with that and it's just the vector outlines like they had on a lot of the early um you know like some of the old star wars arcade games and stuff and so you're Mm -hmm. just in first person with like an entirely vector art background so it's like this first person it's it's so cool it's so cool they had so many so many well, cool and there's just so
0: the much. Game. Like, there was a lot more levels than that. Even though the game's only like an hour and a half long, there was like a lot more levels than I thought. They're just like a minute long, man. Like, mm-hmm. some of the levels are literally a minute, 40 seconds, a minute and a half. It's like boom, 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 yeah. boom. Yeah, it's weird. It's wild. Um, well, it's a wild heart, can you say? Mm-hmm. Uh, although, every time I hear the name, I think of Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken, which is a really weird movie from my childhood where this blind girl rides horses off a giant, like, wooden plank.
3: Uh, into a pool do you remember that movie does anyone I, remember that movie i didn't until you started describing it and i have vivid memories of that for some reason probably because all sisters have watched that at some point yeah mm-hmm. yeah
0: some sort of weird yeah look it up wild hearts can't be broken it's the weirdest movie i've ever seen in my life
3: um <laughs> but yeah okay shine
0: our wild hearts yeah definitely won me over toward the end and the song i love by the way is called dead of night i looked it up last night yeah it's
3: a great yeah song. i was thinking of, dead of night. yeah the level surrounding it. We think we said the, yeah, wrong yeah, name the last night. one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's all right. So, that's a great song. I gave it to Shay anyway to put it into the podcast. So, hopefully, it makes it um, when I play the sample. All right. We are into the tight. My, my number three, uh, just to kind of round things up here, is Control. Um, no big surprises there. I Control ended up uh, a little higher on my list, I think, because of the art directions. Well, so, the big thing about Control for me was just like, I like mystery and not really knowing. Um, what the fuck's going on? I really love that in games and, and worlds. And, like, for the most of the control I have, you have no idea what's going on. You're reading all these weird memos. You're in this really unique <laughs> environment. There's a j- crazy, creepy janitor, all these people you're meeting, and it's just questions. I just like games that have me asking questions the whole time. And I, like, we were joking about this yesterday. Me and Shay kind of clicked with the combat more than I know you did, Josh. But um, I, I really enjoyed the combat all the way up until the end. I mean, I know that you can kind of get into a groove and start to just use the same stuff over and over. But, dude, there were some times where I'd walk into a room where there was no people and I would just experiment with the things I could pick up. I'd be like, oh, there's a weird office chair here. I'd, like, pick it up and, like, throw it into somebody's computer or mm-hmm. something weird. You know, I just was, like, experimenting with all the shit I could throw and, like, watching the environment, like, destroy around it. There was so much yeah. detail. Papers flying. It's just fucking, like, Yeah, a the, lot. the, in- the destructible
3: the environments were uh, really well handled. Like, that's something... We talked about the art style before, about how it's got, like, this brutalist architecture, just, like, really stark, lots of concrete, lots of, you know, wide open space. Um, Yeah. And the coolest thing about that is once you do start just destroying everything, it's a drastic, drastic change. So it (laughs) feels so satisfying when you're just (laughs) demolishing these fools. And, you know, and, taking out yeah. walls and pillars and stuff while doing it. It's, it's so cool. It looks amazing. And, like, amazing. if you...
0: No, you're absolutely right, Josh, hundred percent. And the cool, what I always tell people is, if the more fun you choose to have with it, the better. You can just use the same thing over and over if you want, and that's fine. If that's your criticism of the game, I get it. But like, I was always having fun, being like, how, like, what sort of dance could I do here? You know, like, here's a, oh, I'm gonna grab the fire extinguisher and then I'm gonna hide behind the the um, water cooler and then I'm gonna shoot this guy when he has one hit left floating above me and then I'm gonna float up in the sky and grab this office chair and throw it right into the guy. Like, I was like having fun with everything in the room, like mm-hmm. the game wasn't asking me to do that they just gave me the tools to do it um and the story was i thought really interesting all the way up to the end and like i said my best moment my favorite moment of the year i think the courtney hope did such a great job with i know she's kind of like a whatever you think of her acting credentials or whatever i thought she did you know an incredible job with uh, jesse faden um giving her a lot of confidence making her an interesting character um and it just felt, you know, it was like one of those games with great motion capture and, and a great performance that made it feel like a real person. It just, like, that's yeah. what I love about a lot of these games, like, Control and Death Stranding and stuff. They feel like real people. Um, and yeah. that's a really cool thing.
3: Yeah. So, the, the inner dialogue was was really cool as, as well. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Um, the doctor we talked about the the game didn't have a lot of like traditional music. The soundtrack is actually kind of disappointing. But the like songs they did have like um like that epic like prog song during the ashtray maze or like did you guys come across like the the song the uh God what's his name um the scientist guy
2: God come on help me
0: out well,
3: here where he does a music video yeah thing, yeah the music like video he did I think it's a, like a dream or something but like yeah yeah it's yeah, that, uh, yeah there's
2: yeah. one there's one where you go into like a soundproofed room and there's a song yep. playing inside of there with instruments just sitting in the middle of the room. <laughs> yep, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's there's, some, there's like m- these music weird hit pockets him in the world.
0: Yeah, yeah, there's like these three or four pockets of like great really cool music. So it's strange. Really strange. Um anyways, yeah, control. I think it's fantastic. I think that was the one I was the most sad that didn't win at the game awards just because I thought it was, you know, I knew Death Stranding had no shot too polarizing, but I, I was kind of pulling for control just say, I think it's the most, like, I think there's value in traditional criticism. I do. I generally go for weirder stuff. That's just kind of my thing. I like weird shit, unique shit. Yeah, I know. Three layers of music, Josh. <laughs> three layers, that three-letter uh, bean burrito, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> we'll never die. It's true. Come on, it's true. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Uh, but uh I I think it's probably like if I was criticizing these games from like a generic standpoint of like pacing and structure, technical excellence, acting, I think control would probably be like the most balanced, complete like technical AAA game of the year. Um but you know, when I finished it, I it was really excited for you guys to play it, but it wasn't like it didn't stick with me quite as much as some of my top two games did, but I still think it's incredible. So control at number three for mm-hmm. me. But boom, ba boom, 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 Um, uh, all right, and Courtney Hope. We're
3: gonna do, do this know? for every game now. God damn it! Keep. Is there any game I can get look, a all, leash. all the uh, in
0: The Sekiro. Um, all right, I'll, <laughs> Give me some of Tetris that prosthetic arm. <laughs> damn! <laughs> I was playing. Is that a block in your pants? Or are you happy? Oh, nothing. All right. Um. All right. So we're into the top two here. This is it, guys. Top two. Oh, Fish. I kind of know where your list is going because I know you pretty well. All right.
1: Well, you know the games that I have played. Yes, yeah. I do. There's only, the two, to... uh... <laughs> There's only the two left.
3: We've. There's only the two. So we've got if a I good were... shot at this first one, <laughs> and an amazing shot at number one. I think.
0: Oh (laughs) yeah. If I were to say two minus two equals
1: zero, would I be correct? Katana zero correct. Uh, That's right. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Look at you.
0: See? I know. Mm. I know certain things. We do know. I got a lot of layers, like a like a three layer burrito. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Um, Katana Zero. That was a game we played at the beginning of the year, independent game. Uh very mm-hmm. compared to Hotline Miami and we were all about it for uh, a hot minute.
1: yeah Yeah, I'm surprised it has not made any of you guys' lists yet, which makes me wonder where exactly is it on your list if it made it at all, uh, but um, I take a risk. Um,
0: right you, you might not like me after this. Oh might fuck. Not be, might not be friends anymore.
1: Oh. Shit. Oh well, I guess I just won't do the podcast. hell,
0: <laughs> no, you're saying this is your last show? Don't say it if you don't mean it.
1: <laughs> yeah, Katana Zero is my number two. Um I enjoyed that game uh, quite a bit. Um it was one of those games that, that the combat just felt so good in that game. I love that combat in there. Um I can't remember an, I can't remember a game where you act, can actually deflect bullets. Um, I do know, like in Metal Gear, the only game that I do remember is like Metal Gear Solid 2, towards the end, you get a high, high frequency or a hyperblade, and um, you don't necessarily deflect the bullets back at the enemies. You have a chance, actually, just to deflect bullets um, away from you to avoid damage, um, which was still cool. And you even get to fight the last boss with it, which was great. But like, yeah. it, it felt so much it felt so good in a side-scroller um, that was just, like, super fast, frantic type of combat where enemies are rushing towards you that are super deadly with weapons, and all you have is a katana and, mm-hmm. and the ability to deflect their bullets back at them. And like, the number zero. Um, that's all you have. Exactly, yes. The zero and and, their, and your bathrobe and that's mm. uh, 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 it, so much drugs coursing yeah, through your veins all the drugs mm-hmm. but there's lots of Everything. cute little
0: touches in that game too like when you go to the dance club and you have to like hide behind people who are dancing just to move along in the shadows mm-hmm. and uh, yeah those weird sequences where you do the you go in that to see your psychiatrist and you're like sitting in that room and they're kind of playing with the yeah there's some interesting stuff in there kissy face that was you know that weird creepy boss battle um with that mm-hmm. music that played from our man ludovic yeah it was it was it was a really cool three or four hour thing. For me, it was a little too derivative of like Hotline Miami and stuff like that, but like I instantly came out and told people, you need to go buy this game. It's like 15 bucks. Mm-hmm. Go buy it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right away.
1: Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm glad that I actually played through that game because like it was one of those more fulfilling all-around video games that I've played this year that yeah. I just stuck with me. Like Everything from the soundtrack to the gameplay. Um to, you know, uh, what Shay was talking about um, in our previous podcast, um, talking about the uh, narrative in that game that um, it does leave things very open in it. But yeah. like it, 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 it keeps does you hit, guessing
0: the whole way through.
1: It, it does. But it also like it it, it hits on certain like themes that um, they don't necessarily delve too deep in. They just give you a little bit of, like, a color palette of it, and then you're left to yeah. kind of paint it on your own, uh, which is cool. Like, yeah, uh, like, like Shay was saying, like, I enjoyed that fact that you can kind of take um, your own meanings from certain things and certain um, um, themes that they brought up in the video game um, through its story and its characters. So, um, yeah, that, that game definitely stuck out to me, even though it... um a lot of time has passed since it came out so like at the beginning of the year like it's still, it was just one of those games that I kept going back to and thought like man, that this that game was really great. And I, like, I, I was surprised it.
0: you told me privately that you think you enjoyed it when Hotline Miami and I was like <gasps>
1: what? Yeah. No, no, I think you're I still stand right. by that Yeah, huh. You're probably yeah,
3: right. right, Josh. You don't mean that, Josh I, I think I do How much have you yeah,
0: had to dude, drink? Get
2: the fuck out of here <laughs> How much have you had to drink? What's your <laughs> bullshit. Um, Actually, you know what? You know what, Morgan? I'm going to admit this: the uh, story in Katana Zero is vastly superior to the story in Hotline Miami. It's much more intelligible, despite yes, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: It's weirdness, um, but there's no uh, way that it's better.
0: I sort of like the non-story in Katana or um, Hotline Miami more than the actual story, but I, I think it's a fair. It's a fair point, you know. And, yeah,
3: yeah, no, the non-story is better because once you start unlocking like the secret endings and stuff, the story just gets worse and worse in Hotline Miami. It's like, oh, I don't even. Remember, oh, that's yeah. that's what you meant by that.
0: I don't think you know that thing it's is like really a lurid... dumb. <laughs> there's the, there's no that, longer any. Yeah, anyway. yeah. I mean, it's that game is just a lurid drug dream anyway, so it's yeah. like fucking needs a story. Um, sensory shit story's just getting in the way these days. S Kojima. Alright, uh, great choice, Fish, for number two. That's, that's not completely true. I love you, Kojima. Don't you type what you're about to type, Josh. Don't you do it! I see you typing things! Oh, uh, okay, so... Number two. Katana Zero! Fish has a lot of love for people wielding katanas this year. Wink, wink. Um, alright, so, Shay, what is your number deuce?
2: My number two is Pokemon Sword and Shield. Oh my god, wow, Whoa. we have a bomb dropped. <laughs>
0: Look at Fish, oh Fish did the thing, you missed it. He pulled his glasses off. I didn't know, I saw it, I watched. Oh, okay, oh, sorry, sorry, you're looking in a different direction than your webcam. It threw me off. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 no, I, I completely <laughs> saw that. Yeah, I, I told you guys that this was my favorite Pokemon game in quite some time. And I was not exaggerating. This game made me feel like a kid again in a lot of ways. I was just thoroughly impressed with how beautiful the game was. First off, um, having Pokemon in the over or the yeah the overworld was oh. what me personally as a fan has wanted ever since the creation of Pokemon. But obviously. Uh, you know, the limitations of the hardware they were using, uh, whatever else limited them up until this point, it's finally happened. And it was what what I've wanted ever since I was a kid. And the fact that we've talked about it extensively, we talked about it on the Patreon show, which uh, if anyone's interested, if you sign up at patreon.com slash storechomp at the $10 tier or above, you can hear our... Um, Extra shows we go into much more in depth than we do um, on the Chomp Cast. Just simply A, because of spoilers, B, because we really, really, really get into the nitty gritty, almost perhaps too much so. But that's for the hardcore people. But we had uh, one of our most recent shows was on Pokemon. And what we talked about in there is just all the different things they did mechanically. Not necessarily just to make the game easier, but more streamlined, less grindy. And it was so welcome because I'm going to be honest with you guys. As you guys know, just as well as I do, because you will help you all have children. I don't have time. I don't have time to grind anymore. I don't have desire to grind anymore.
0: Well, not that and, kind of
2: grind, at least. And this game took away so much of that grinding. And I was so appreciative Mm
0: -hmm. of it
2: because it allowed me to appreciate the elements of Pokemon that I care about the most and I really enjoyed the story in this game I think this was the best Pokemon story to date Um, I think it had the best rival to date I know a lot of people didn't like Hop I loved him he was my favorite I enjoyed so much about this game I mean there obviously any game has its flaws in the fact that excuse me the fact that it didn't have the national decks like all the 800 plus 900 pokemon I, i know it soured a lot of people but for me it 400 feels okay for now because i'm still collecting them and i know some people have already finished their decks and their shiny hunting but for me like it allowed me to move at a pace that is like to where i feel like i'm consistently making progress versus hunting in grass over and over and over and over again just to find that one percent rare pokemon that you got to find uh it it's it's a game that allows you to feel like you progress much more quickly and i know that turns a lot of people off because of Previous generations of games was about that grind because it makes you appreciate that much more. But for me, I don't know. This was just, this was as close as we have gotten to date to the perfect Pokemon game. We're still a long ways off in my eyes, but this is the closest we've gotten. And it was very much welcome by me. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I think y'all enjoyed it. I yeah, I'll say a nice thing about Pokemon. I like I said, I had a great time with it. I was playing with my wife too, and hospital when my kid was born. And uh yeah, I think it's uh, definitely a fantastic Pokemon game for sure. I'm I'm not so bitter about the things they've taken out of the series that I love that I'm going to be one of those review bombing psychos that we talk about. Yeah, but you know, I, I know, am I know just, you
2: better than that.
0: But I am just bitter enough. To keep it off my list, um, because, I, because I just love some of the things that they put into some of the prior games so much. But, I, yeah, I don't think it's weird at all that it made your list, I mean, knowing you. And I think it's, uh, like, we have a lot of Pokémon fans that follow us, and I still think it was a great... I mean, we all had a lot of fun with it. I know that for yeah. sure, so...
2: Um, and I think we're going to have more appreciation of it in the future, actually, because... Right now, because we've all been so busy... And, Fish, even though you're leaving, you are going to be a part of this. You don't have a choice. <laughs> um, I put in your contract, actually, oh, your your up, leaving bitch. contract, that you must be a part of this. Um, once we – now that we we have kind of crammed the games that we wanted to for these shows, we're going to have a few months of downtime, which means Pokemon grinding – to get the perfect IVs, the EVs, the the natures all that shit getting our perfect pokemon and we are going to have our pokemon battles together the four of us and we're going to be streaming that and here's the thing i know that i think this is going to make you guys appreciate the game a little bit more by doing this i think that we will have a deeper appreciation because i think the games that often make it onto these lists for us our games we a all enjoyed to like uh, we all played it and we all enjoyed but b we were able to all enjoy together you think about sea of thieves a few years ago that made it in the list apex made it for fishing myself because uh we we were able to play it a bunch together this year the games that we're able to play together always almost always make the list in some way shape or form it is possible that if the balancing isn't good we might appreciate it less but uh, I'm going to remain optimistic. Yeah, that doesn't sound optimistic. I'm just... I'm just I don't know. You I'm know, just, there not. might be something that derails everything you just said and make it shitty. But you know what? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be optimistic. I
0: Yeah, I want the... I just hope the Gigamaxing is fun and competitive scene. You know, that's the big thing with the game. And I hope that the, the Dynamaxing and the Gigamaxing is, is a lot of fun in the competitive you scene. You
2: know, so. like, one thing I will say about that, and then we'll move on, because this isn't the Pokemon podcast. But when I uh, went over to my friend's house... A few weeks ago and him and I were just playing I really liked I actually really liked the dynamaxing because you have to decide exactly the right time it's an it's an Timing, additional yeah. layer so you have to decide when you dynamax and then because you could waste your three moves because yes they're more powerful but also if someone subs in a weak a Pokemon that you are weak to and you're dynamaxed you have no choice but to ride out that dynamax or mm. cancel it and once you cancel it it's gone for good So it's actually, it's interesting. Like, yes, there's a noticeable advantage, but there are also noticeable disadvantages too. They've really balanced it out. I think you guys will be impressed.
0: Dude, believe me. Yeah. I mean, it's timing is everything. I remember one time I popped a Viagra uh, thinking we were going to get into it and she, then she was like, Hey, let's go grab some food. Turns out by the time we got back to my house, the Viagra had worn off and uh, I had wasted an entire pill and it was like $200 for five pills
2: so that was everything a riveting story and i oh, can't tell you. if you're being serious <laughs> or you're joking
0: <laughs> i'm dead serious this is a real <laughs> story just um, sad so there was no th- riveting going on that night so the trick is you just you pop one right when you're getting into it and then you try to eat them out until you get hard and jesus then, fuck! Oh, oh, i'm Morgan. sorry at some... <laughs> Let's this
2: is vicious. not the gas station th- philosophy
0: one. podcast that's the mm, Patreon. That's for- pro tip um okay so uh, yeah that that fits i was I was thinking that was gonna pop on there uh, that fits uh, that's what she said all right I'm, I'm broken now I'm spazzing out of control <laughs> <laughs> the, se- the sex
2: program just malfunction uh that's what she said 69 fuck. <laughs> 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 all
0: right so um Josh what is your
3: deuce drop a deuce on me you ready for this, Deuce? I'm ready. Uh, right on your lap, where you don't want it. I don't, I don't know why you're convinced that's where they go, but anyway. Can I no. guess? Sure. I know you're right. I'm actually probably wrong. Is it later alligator? No.
0: Oh, let me guess, let me guess. Oh my god. Grindstone. Nope. Sekiro.
3: Nope. No. It's Fish's yeah. turn.
0: Oh, shit. Because we got two
3: misses so far. Oh, it's, battleship. Uh, after fish, I get one more, got two. What? <laughs> I was only counting the first one, because I, I wasn't. Uh...
1: Um, you weren't high on fire, though I want you to pick fire. Um, <laughs> right?
3: A hopeful mm. guess. Sekiro. Yeah. Sekiro. Yeah, probably Sekiro. Yeah. No, it's Sekiro. Oh, is it okay, It's cool. like Josh ignored my second guess. That makes guess. perfect sense. He's like, Morgan's second guess is <laughs> Invalid no, no, Fish? No, I did. I, I, I specifically, <laughs> I gave him that one. There's, you should have got that right, yes. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, the, uh, the, the, the the, changes to this one to make it um, even more fast-paced. Like, the series keeps speeding up, which is just a great thing. Because the interesting things about the game don't have to be slow um like it was a really thoughtful game whenever Dark Souls first came out and they made you reapproach how you handle metroidvanias and explore, you know, big worlds like this. Um and Sekiro still has an awful lot of that lineage in it, but they they like they've started to realize that the player being slow is a uh, is not, you know, necessary for that formula and the games just keep getting faster with like Bloodborne and now Sekiro is just really fast between the grappling hook and a lot of the way how fast the stealth is because there's been stealth aspects since the first one as far as like kind of slowly sneaking up on enemies and they've just, they nailed it with this game.
2: I agree, one thing I want to say, I'm sorry to interrupt and interject having played um, Bloodborne during like the Halloween events we were doing on Twitch and then playing Sekido, yeah, it, it's a noticeable difference between the speed between the two. Like mm. with Sekido, I could just like run away, hook up and then jump immediately back down. And it's very fast and free flowing and Bloodborne, it's much slower paced. It's more of, a, not I don't want to say a grind or even a slog because both have like negative connotations, yeah. but it's more, Measure. it's more... It's slower paced, and it's metho- in some ways more methodical. Yeah. Um, other ways, it's just like moving. Like comparatively, it's like moving through cement. If you go from Sekiro to Bloodborne.
3: Mhm. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, and then like we we mentioned before about how much I liked the way they tell the story in that game because it's still very, very open ended. The way they're the way they're giving it to you but it's they're giving you so much more to work with directly in this game instead of um, just how vague they've been in the past like they've they've been so vague that it takes the community like you know six months to figure out what the hell's going on in the game um, for some of, some of their other games before um, and in this one you can piece together the main story without really needing a ton of extra help, um, which is just, yeah, really, really cool, um,
1: yeah, I definitely enjoyed the fact that they did do that, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Bloodborne, like, I didn't know what the fuck is going on. I still don't know what the <laughs> fuck's going on in that game, but it was so cool, you know, going through it, but, like, hearing, you know, what the fans have discovered, like, in forums was uh, also very cool and kind of enlightening on the world. Um, I do like the fact that From Software decided to go ahead and give us a, a bit more story, you know, um, more um, narrative type of cutscenes as well. Um, do you remember that introducing story? characters and stuff.
2: Do you remember that story earlier this year where that random internet um fan of bloodborne found that like secret boss in the game that no one had discovered for like four years Mm -hmm. you guys remember that story from earlier this year
3: yeah i
1: I didn't know
3: yeah it was like one of the chalice dungeons the those things actually oddly enough uh, a more recent update to that is they are now completely mapped the community has played through every chalice dungeon um because they're not, they're not so much random as they are, like, made out of different chunks. And all of them have mm. been mapped now. Um, which is oh, insane. It's insane. It's like another, you know, just huge, you know, just, just huge feat that the community has to do in order to kind of discover what these games even have to offer. Uh, which is yeah. really cool. Like, this is however many years later, they're finally, finally finding everything in the game. is just insane. So,
0: Yeah, I, I don't think my heart can take when Bloodborne 2 gets announced. I'm just going to be too excited about it. Uh, I know, right? Especially I... imagining, like, mm-hmm. seeing how good Sekiro looks. Like, can you imagine how good Bloodborne 2 is going to look on yeah. these systems?
2: Like, good God.
0: Mm.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm. It's, it's going to be great. Just pretty. Yes. I, I will admit that that... Pretty. Mm-hmm. that's good but I, I, <laughs> um, oh, I yeah the- so
0: Josh that didn't surprise me because that you're a sick bastard and you enjoy pain and misery and uh, Sekiro is pain and misery that's all it such is a good game. I just wish I
3: was pain. good enough I think you'll get there it's one of those things where you don't notice yourself getting better and like like you'll eventually go back and um, like one of the coolest moments in these games is whenever you like finally loop back around and find like an introductory area and like you know some other pathway back and enemies that just destroyed you the first time through even though you're not stats wise much stronger you'll just wipe the floor with and it's one of the best feelings that those games always do um is that you know coming back and finding an area you've already figured out uh yeah
0: yeah it's a bummer i wish it had clicked with me it's not really a slam on your choice just i was frustrating like i every time i'd beat a boss i would like stand up and be like it's clicking i got it like when i beat that horse boss i'm like i feel it it's gonna happen but then the next boss would beat me and it was a different way to beat him and the next like yep. i just never could get a grasp of it and then even when i felt like i was finally getting up to it i I banged my head against that one guy genitra or whatever for like an hour and i just could not I just felt like every time I learned the game, it was like, okay, now learn this and then learn that. And I just didn't have the patience to do it.
2: And And, uh, is a hard fight, though. Like, I completely understand.
3: Yeah. Did you, uh, I'm guessing if you've gone back and gone to fight him, then you fought, uh, uh, what's his name? The guy in the tower. Yeah, the one right underneath him that I was talking about before. Yeah. But uh, anyway, there's a. there's a scroll in that room that you don't read, but it's in the room and you should uh you should look at and see if uh, it helps you out at all.
2: Yeah, Josh has a good point there. That is that is the key to the second yeah. stage of the fight. Yeah. It's a
3: setup. Yeah, I was just Yeah. Okay. There's mm-hmm. there's a ton of like weird stuff like that. It's like information that you'll figure out just kinda from context I was just,
0: alone. I had an embarrassing story where I was, yeah, I was struggling on a boss for like an hour and I ended up like yelling at one of my kids. And uh, <laughs> like I, you know, how like those games are when they piss you off and you kind of just take it out on people. And I was like, I don't know if video games like this are going to be for me because I didn't like. It kind of ruining my night you know and i was i was yeah. becoming a
3: dick to my family and i was like "What the fuck is wrong with me it's yeah a goddamn no it's not video worth game, that you know, it, you know <laughs> it's, it's exactly like yeah. if that's not your thing it's exactly like, i'm just i'm
0: too yeah. i'm hyper competitive anything
2: like when you yeah. lost you should have put the controller down and went in front of the mirror and be like you fucking piece of shit god damn you you're such a disgrace <laughs> fuck mm-hmm. you and then your family walks should've in and they're that. like what's going on you're like nothing honey
3: it's like this motherfucker in the mirror. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was was just (laughs) one of those. Tell you about this
3: fucking loser.
0: It was like an accidental thing, where my kid did something so innocuous, but just slightly irritating, and I just was. She started singing "Baby Shark,"
2: and you're like, "Shut the fuck (laughs) up, fucking
0: shark!" (laughs) Yeah, my my wife sees me when I play those those really angry games, and she's like, "I don't like who you are right now. It's Mm -hmm. really embarrassing." And then I like feel embarrassed, and I'm like, "Uh, yeah." As a married man, from software games are are tough. Well, this one in particular, because you can't really grind around your problems in Bloodborne. I could grind around my problems. Yeah, yeah. The, what, they they what.
3: really pared back the RPG elements in this one. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. But I get it. Like the people who who it clicks with and that get it down really seem to enjoy it, um, because I imagine it's incredibly satisfying. So, yeah, Those are some really cool, some cool moments. So. Did you feel you felt like a uh, Shinobi badass when it was all said and done?
3: Yeah, once it clicks, and and again, like the actually the lack of grinding is one of the things that I really liked because like there's not ever a, a like a feeling that like oh I just if I if I was doing like you know two more points of damage I would have killed this boss like it's whenever you lose you you realize it's something I've got to figure out something else well, here and not. Well, yeah. I should just go grind for a while because like yeah. that's Yeah. I I'm never a big fan of that feeling. Like well, I probably could have beat him if I was just doing a little more damage here, but um yeah, just it kind of felt like it streamlined the experience a little bit more, but yeah, it does it if if you don't feel like you're making progress, it can it can really feel like you're hitting a wall hard.
0: Oh, yes. I hit that wall. Let me tell you. Um but I had moments for sure. Had moments, and I I see the appeal. Um, like I said, gorgeous game, and the music gets stuck in my head. That fucking oh, yeah. terrifying song they play every time you run into a boss. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, all right, number two for Josh. Suck it all. Shadows die twice. Um, all right, number two f- <laughs> for me would be. Fire Emblem, mm-hmm. there it is. Um, I it was hard, the only look. It was tough for me because I I consider Fire Emblem a classic game. I am slightly perturbed that Nintendo's still. It's a Nintendo game. It's a very quality product. I still don't think Nintendo's putting the production values into that game that they do other franchises. Like I bet Luigi's Mansion probably has better production
3: values than fucking Fire Emblem, and it just irritates me. You know, like it's hard to say. Like, it like because it, there's. Again, we talked about the the voice acting. Like, it just seems like it's the excellent. money is in completely yeah. different places. Because, like, the voice Maybe. acting is yeah. top notch. Like, well, and the best, art is generally this year, yeah. so. That's um, true,
0: and the art is well. Yeah, the mm, the art is generally great too. That should have been but... a
3: category we had this year. Oh, sure. voice acting. Voice acting? <laughs> voice acting. Yeah, yeah. That would. Yeah, I like that one. We should. Uh,
2: That's uh, something we should do for next year. We should. Uh, Morgan, yeah. can you write like that down? It. I like it. Put All that right, on
3: our notes.
0: Uh, I'll write it down. Voice acting. Uh, Okay. Norman Reedus, clear winner.
2: Um, <laughs> with all of his grunts. Alright, here, I'm gonna uh, do Norman Reedus uh, ready? Uh, There's a time fall happening right now. I don't know what to do. Kojima makes video games. Uh, uh, and scene. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, Please feel free to hire me for any games that are upcoming that you need voice acting for. Thank you very much.
0: Hmm. Wasn't bad. I'll give you a C for effort. Um, C plus. Uh, best grunt of the year. Norman Reedus. Um, for sure. <laughs> uh, come on. That'd be nice, guys. He's, he's too likable. Remember our audience said he was impossibly likable. Um, surprisingly so <laughs> he's impossibly likeable anyways you guys distracted me god damn it uh, the point like I just think some of the battles and stuff in the game like the terrain is like really bland looking and like some there's like really like strange technical issues sometimes with the game but look this Fire Emblem game honestly I thought a lot about how I was going to sum this up I have been compl- since the very first Fire Emblem game you guys I don't know if you guys know this specifically I've complained about a couple things but the biggest one being if I spend 30 minutes on a mission and I have to do it all over again, that the game's not respecting my time. And I've been bitching about that forever. And they finally gave me this really cool feature where you could start the mission over but keep all of your experience. And I know Josh was kind of laughing at me for that. But, like, I – because mm. he's like, oh, you like that you can grind now. But, like, technically, I like that if I fail, I keep everything and I can try again. That's that's what I like about it. Um I feel like it's respecting the, the time I'm putting into the game itself. And back in the day, that's what killed me on these games, man. I I'd, I'd play a 35-40 a 35, 40 minute mission in, uh, of the original Firewind games, die, or have a character die, or whatever, back when they were a lot more brutal. And then I'm like, I don't want to do that shit again. I just don't, you know? And they incorporated Into um, the Breach is obviously much more revolutionary, but they took that idea where you can rewind time, but took it to the 10th degree, because you can go back to any fucking place in battle. Mm -hmm. which is wild um and i will say even though it makes it a little easy playing it on hard with classic mode i was using every fucking one of those turns mostly not because i was failing battles but because people would die occasionally and you'd want to rewind time to keep people from dying um so it made like playing on the classic mode which is generally very frustrating like much more strategic and interesting
2: yeah, that's a mechanic we should have talked about yesterday a lot more. It should have yeah. at least gotten an honorable mention. because Yeah, no, that
3: was, yeah, that was on my list. As
2: far yeah, as I can... I, I'm going to tell you right now that final, uh, not the final final fight, but one of the last fights in the game, uh, it, it, I struggled with it for hours. Um, I had to do the fight, I think, like three times, even after having all the Divine Pulses. It was just that difficult of a fight for me. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, it that, that divine pulse ability really saves a lot of time. And it's yeah. it's it can the thing I like is it's very versatile versatile. So mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Yeah, it's, and you can even use it like no, no, you're right, 100%. And you could even use it if you're like, fuck, I kind of want this other guy to level up when he kills that guy instead. Because, like, the weird thing about Fire Emblem, if you don't know, is, like, the killing blow is a big part of the game. So you make sure the right people kill people when they're about to die so they level up faster. Because you get that satisfying rush so you can kind of, like, meh. You know, there's a couple times where I had an extra, you know, Divine Pulse, and I'm like, "Hey, yeah, you know what, I'll reach my time and let this guy kill him or whatever. But, um... They fixed everything. I I had issues with the combat, including the triangle system is basically gone now. So you can play the game however you want. I would like. Yeah, t- I took it speeds it up in-
3: so much. Not having to like swap your front line constantly, so you have you know somebody with the right weapon out all the time. So yeah, it's yeah, yeah. They've done so much to respect your time in this game, which is yeah. insane considering it's a hundred hour game. They're like, but then it respects mm-hmm. your time. But like, yeah, it's like they they. They put the effort into things that are interesting, like getting to meet all these different characters, and you know, like it's yeah, they did Mm -hmm. they did an excellent job of that.
0: Agreed, agreed, and and that's what I'd say to people like our good friend Ivan, probably listening right now, who just thought the game was too hard. Uh, and he's always playfully making fun of it every time I talk to him, because he gave it a shot whenever we talked about it, Mm -hmm. is that you can, if you're playing on normal, you can just restart the battles and keep your experience. There's really no way to fail that way. If you're having trouble with those first couple battles, just keep pushing through, put it on the casual setting, and restart the battle with your experience. You will succeed. This game is not designed to just frustrate you.
3: Yeah. Um, And uh, the game gets easier and easier as you go, for the most part, because at at the very, very beginning, you're, you kind of all your characters have low enough luck that you can just eat a crit and get killed, Um, which is not fun. But after, like, I don't know, the first chapter or two, most of them will have leveled up either their abilities so they have less of a chance to be crit, or their stats, so they just always avoid those more often. And yeah. it just, it, like, I think they could have gotten rid of crits. I would have been, like, that's just. They're frustrating. They're frustrating in tactics games and uh like there there are tons of ways to avoid them. Like as long as you're like paying attention, you can mitigate that. But yeah, like there were a few missions at the beginning where like okay, like there's no reason I should have died there. It was just random roll. So you restart the turn and you know well, avoid that's, that's the 2% what... roll that you just instantly die there. So
2: And that's fair. I can understand that. Like there were times where the crit saved my ass and i actually won a fight yeah because i got a favorable crit but mm-hmm. you know on the flip side of that there were times where i lost a fight because an enemy got a crit and to me yeah. like it doesn't bother me as much it pisses like well it does it's no matter what it, that situation is going to piss you off but i like the fact that it's still in the game just simply because of the fact that to me it, it's it's more of an imitation of real life like in the sense that, like some day, sometimes some things are just going to go your way. Probabilities, going to just yeah. magically, you know, you're going to get the right dice roll, so to speak, in life. And then sometimes you're not, and you're just going to get completely, dicked down and fucked, and, with no lube. And that's just the way life is sometimes. And
3: yeah.
1: and again, well, like we I, talked
3: about this earlier, like the divine pulse makes it all right because, yes. like. You can just re-roll it yes, instead of having yes. to save scum well, or doing some the, ridiculous workarounds to it. Um, that,
0: that's what I'm saying. Yeah, is like the, it makes it divine work. Divine Pulse. Yes. The, yeah, it's, it sort of mitigates. I, I like the system for you can use it for serious things, but also it mitigates uh, freak occurrences. So mm-hmm. if the game is factoring that into it, I think that's a really smart thing to do. It's just a really smart game, how you can change so much stuff out right before battle. It's Look, there are little things about it that, are not flaws. They just come with the territory. Like sometimes you'll get into a large scale battle and the process of like moving a guy across the map takes like 10 minutes, you know, moves five squares here, five squares there. Five, there's just things that come with large scale battles that are kind of unavoidable, but they fixed every complaint I ever had. And as a bonus, finally gave me a story uh, with characters I love. And I love persona mm-hmm. games. I get into all that, that dating. In fact, I like that stuff more than the actual um, games because, well, actually, Look, I don't have time to talk about Persona right mm-hmm. now, but I'll just say I really enjoy those uh, like sort of relationship mechanics and stuff in Persona. So they found a way to basically add that into a game where death is a big part of the gameplay, and and caring about people on the battlefield, uh, I think makes it interesting. So yep. I, yeah, I, I'm I know it's a bummer, Josh. I know you didn't get quite as into it as we did, um, and we'll never completely know why, I guess. Uh, just didn't roll completely your way, I guess, as, as eh, far as the crit goes. It's,
3: I, I don't know. I think I broke it down too far. Like I found all the all the cracks in the combat that just were frustrating. Like it's it's got a lot of the same issues that tactics RPGs have always had. Um, mm-hmm. With you know, as far as how they handle experience and stuff that are just more frustrating to work around than. Uh, than they are rewarding, so just a lot of that same sort of you know DNA is still all there. So
0: yeah, that's interesting. That's true. and I you know maybe that's just kind of the way you play those games and you perceive a lot of the the nuances that I might not even notice. Yeah. Like they've um, got so. weird
3: stuff. Like uh, I I'm sure this is news to you, but uh, I don't know if you noticed. Every now and then you'll get a new uh, you'll you'll train into a new class and your stats will go up. Uh, because you, you learned a yeah, new thing. Of course. That happens yeah. because your new class has a minimum required stats for it that you don't have to meet to learn it, but once you learn it, you automatically get those stats. So if you've got a character that's got like really shitty defense, you can just make them a fortress knight, and it'll boost their defense, which means... You know, training them in stuff that you're never going to use, just so you could raise this one stat a little bit so they're not completely useless if they take a melee hit, and just weird things like that that are just like you have to go out of your way to you know train up characters the way you want them, and it's yeah
0: like, well, but again, the again, it's not there, super
3: right. difficult, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. like I didn't yeah. have to engage with a lot of that stuff, but it's like like I noticed it once i once I saw it. Um, and it was just like frustrating. Like, okay, okay. he's kind of.
2: I was more frustrated with the fact that like they had master classes, but most of the master classes were just straight ass. Yeah. And the classes before those, the advan- uh, the
4: mm-hmm.
2: way it goes: beginner, advanced, expert, master. I believe the expert classes, um, the third tier classes, are better than the master classes. Why even have master classes in there if they're going to be notice noticeably worse? But. I, to me, that was such a minor thing, in compare in comparison with everything else. Like my issues with that promotion system were small, and me looking for issues in comparison yeah. to all the things that this game does right. It's just important to note that this game obviously has some it does, flaws, it does a lot, and yeah. some deep some deep flaws. But uh, that promotion system really needed some further retooling. But
0: well, yeah, but I mean everything otherwise
2: right i mean everything is flaws. i would say right i've I've said that but what my my point being i don't i want to make sure that's clear i'm sorry to interrupt you i'm saying that we need to note the flaws but the positives far outweigh them that was my point just want to make sure that's clear go ahead morgan i'm sorry
0: no no that's fine yeah yeah and like i i don't even i'm kind of i'm there's things i'm torn on too like how you can take you have the flexibility of using any item you want in battle, but the item management is really a pain in the ass. you know, going through every fucking item screen is, it just feels so old school. I don't really enjoy that. And, um, yeah, it, yeah, it's got little things here and there, but I think as a whole, it, everything it exceeds at, i have just blown away i just i just wish that it was technically wowing me it's the only game on my list this breaks my heart it's mm-hmm. the only game on my list that has no technical wow for me and that's important for me like every other game on this list is either gorgeous or it's some sort of technical like wow and i know it's the switch and i think the game still looks great but like i don't even think it's there just are a game- switch
3: like like There have been other Switch games that manage a whole lot more with the hardware. It seems like it's just, they optimized it to work as a turn-based game, and that was it. Like, there was never another pass. Like, the monastery runs, like, horribly compared to the rest of the game. Um,
1: I don't know how many times I've,
3: like, walked up to the cathedral and waited there for the portcullis to rise. (laughs) Because it's still loading everything (laughs) behind that gate. Um, (sighs) Ah. There yeah, was times yeah. where I
1: came across that Josh and I was just like, is this part of the monastery just locked off and I can't go it? And then and all of a sudden, sudden it starts loading. Like, oh no, because it you didn't start. It's because like, you didn't pray oh. at
2: the uh, there. You have to pray actually mm-hmm. in order to get it to open immediately. <laughs> Otherwise, like, it considers you a heathen, <laughs> heathen and doesn't allow you in there. <laughs> yeah.
3: But, yeah, no, like I I I, I agree. Like if if that game had just given given the monastery a second pass. You know, yeah, I I think yeah. uh I think be amazing.
0: well yeah. like the old games, I'm not I'm not saying I want that pixel art back by any means. And like I love how when you zoom in, like even when you zoom in the battle, you'd see these epic like uh self-shaded figures going at it, but then in the background you see this clunky like they tried to show you a battlefield, but it just looks like a mess. It just looks like warriors like slapping each yeah, other it's and like, like oh, going in and
3: those are all the fans from race games. Like yeah, a... <laughs> yeah. It's just like
0: what's ga- what's going on back there? It's mm-hmm. this it's that stuff like it's a bummer because i don't think fire emblem in any ways may may not ever be this good again and i, I don't want to be a pessimist but it might be technically better I but know. i feel like, like they I, just
3: i feel like they got enough love this time through like mainstream maybe and they'll not get just the funding not, not, not not just a yeah. niche you know yes, following yeah. that it's had for so long maybe maybe I, like i i feel like uh i feel like it's turned like the tides have turned for fire emblem i think we could see you know this sort of effort thrown at, uh, and, and more thrown at fire emblem games in the future, which is, a, that sounds really cool to me. Mm-hmm. So. And
0: I feel spoiled now because I always want the element of choice. Like I'm always going to want to choose a house. Now mm-hmm. <laughs> I want that choice, you know? So mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see where they go with the franchise. I think we're all fascinated to see. So that's, mm-hmm. uh, I oh, yeah. fell in love with Edelgard. I fell in love with my story and, as someone who's loved you guys know this personally i've loved fire emblem for a long time but they've always bothered me and then they've finally fixed like it's like a developer took i mean it's like i wrote a letter dear nintendo these are all the issues i have with fire emblem can you please address these quickly and also mm-hmm. i need more hot women to masturbate to <laughs> Love
2: and then, first and then, first when i'm trying to hook up with the chick in this game I want to see some hard nips. I want to see them <laughs> chafing on her blouse. Second off, when I see Tongue making out, I want to see some dribble Mercedes such a broom. Eat off of the lips, Ugh, and I lips. want it to fall upon their shirt.
0: Third oh, off, sh- Stop it, I Tim. want Shut to
2: up. see the sword of the creator dildo under edel <laughs> guards Bed. I
0: want to see that replica. This is really spiraled out of control. Really? Come on. <laughs> okay, so for we seem to, conver- <laughs> to have a conversation between uh the the New Jersey James McAvoy split personality and the angry nerd. Um anyways, uh yeah, I love this game dearly. I would put it up it doesn't have the wow of those PlayStation Final Fantasies, but for me, I consider it a classic RPG. I would put it up there in my my top pantheon of RPGs. Mm-hmm. Um it just sucks that it doesn't have the WoW, the technical boom. Because, I mean, those PlayStation games, let's be honest, they were... At the time,
3: yeah. They were
0: yeah, really, really cool. Drop your, drop them panties, which I think is a nice segue into Shay's number one game of the year.
2: Yes. Um, this one was really difficult. I tried to keep this as quiet as possible. I didn't want to give you guys any indication of this because... um. This one, I guarantee you guys aren't going to expect for my number one choice. Days Gone. Gears Five was my oh wow sleeper sleeper. Um, Kate's story that is told in this game actually like drew me in because I've never been a big Gears Five fan, and um
0: never a fan of just Gears Five or.
2: (laughs) Well, sorry, Gears. I've never been into Gears, and Kate's story really drew me into Gears Five great performance. Laura I can't I can't, I can't I can't lie anymore. I'm lying. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Man. i played Gears 5 for like 2 hours. It was fun, but that's not my choice. Um no, my real choice <laughs> my real choice is Fire Emblem 3 Houses, of course. Um I hope I, ho- I hope it's clear at this point how much I love this game. Um, there is- really isn't a lot to add because we've just had a very lengthy discussion about it. What I'm going to say is that this game has a lot of flaws this is probably my most flawed number one choice i've had in the four years we've done this and the reason why i want to focus laser focus on the flaws is because i want i want that to be kind of a testament to how good everything else that this game does right truly is uh, you know, we've talked about the monastery movement and, you know, there's some glitching with um, um, the, how the portcullis works. There's, you know, pop in and pop out a ton in this game, which I mean, it's not a big deal, but it it, it, it definitely exists. Um, there there are issues with the promotion system. Th- there are a lot of little issues there. The graphics could could have been, like Morgan said, more tuned uh, and amped up that all being said the the battle system in this game is amazing of course it's fire emblem very similar the divine pulse was such a welcome addition absolute welcome addition and you know i wish i would have i wish in hindsight now honestly i would have used my tie and put the divine pulse as the other best mechanic of this year because yeah such a good mechanic I just don't. I don't want to give literally everything to Fire Emblem. <laughs> but the the music in this game is phenomenal. The story, uh, the way it's told, even though it's a, you know, it's a fairly generic story. N- not whole like it's not like that's not a, necessarily a knock on it. I should say it's a fairly generic Fire Emblem story. But what sets it apart is the way it was told in this game mm-hmm. and how you approach the story like Morgan alluded to you choosing your own house at the beginning of the game. And that's how your story unfolds. And it, it was unique enough for the series and the way the pacing and the way it's told was also very welcome. Uh, I absolutely loved being able to do the, the, uh, the side stuff in the monastery, I absolutely love being able to do that. That was a lot like I don't get into sim games, but apparently I do when it comes to Fire Emblem because I was hooked on that stuff. It was very surprising for me. I enjoyed it a lot. I I I I really focused on a lot of things in this game that it did right and it re- it really did do a lot of things right. And I I truly feel like that's the biggest flaw, Shay. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but Josh, the fishing could have been better. God damn the fishing should have yes. been better. That is true. The fishing <laughs> could have been so way ba- better.
0: So lame.
2: Yeah, the fishing was pretty bad. But overall, I think despite all the flaws, this game is just... This game is, I think, one of the best experiences you can have this year in gaming. I'm not, I'm not going to say it is the number one best experience. It was my number one best. It was my favorite. But I think it is one of the best experiences you can have in gaming yeah. this year. Even if you're not a huge strat fan or a tactics fan, yeah. you will be at least a fan of the sim stuff, I believe. I'm a firm believer there's something in this game for everybody.
3: Yeah. Yeah, no, like I the RPG elements like are they they've drastically outweigh the the strategy part of the game. Like this is something I think basically anybody can get through if they're mm-hmm. if they're interested in the story enough to 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 want to learn it. I don't think it's Unmanageable at all compared to a no. lot of other tactics games. I think this is about as approachable as you can get. Uh, so they've they the ni- did a great job with it.
0: The nicest thing I could say about it is I played through it on hard twice, up to the the time split, and I am not particularly great at these games. But you I mean wanted time to skip? to the time the time skip. Yeah, yeah, split time split. Yeah, time split. Um, the time warp. <laughs>
2: Uh, let's do the time warp again (laughs) Um, but yeah
0: so it's I I hope they get some good DLC or something I'd love to actually go through it again I fucked up and I missed the Edelgard branch because I was too stuck in my grinding and I didn't know it was a missable thing I was telling Shay about this you can actually miss the Edelgard twist and you can screw up the Edelgard branch to where I had the option to kill her or dot 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 which I got so I went wow. with the worst route possible on hard, mm. which means I don't get Dimitri, I don't get Claude, I don't get Edelgard. I got nobody. I had <laughs> I had the p- worst possible route that could happen to me. I didn't know it was a missable thing. I was just I was falling Edelgard everywhere, drinking her bathwater, sniffing her her panties. I was all over her for months, and then so I was right. <laughs> I was right there when she um, went back to her home base or whatever, and they had that big plot moment where she, you know. You know what I'm talking about.
2: Yeah, I have a really I have a really big question about this. Did you so there's one thing that you actually can do to ensure that you always get the 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 preferable route when you're in the Black Eagles? Were you picking up her used tissues from the garbage can? <laughs> uh, no. Okay. So and that's that's your problem there. That's you ensure that you
0: get uh, the, that's what uh, it is. Route.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, somebody is cleaning up my used cum tissues because um my uh trash can in my dorm room was always clean so it's probably sothis
2: sothis is always watching it's, and helping you know out.
0: sothis was kind of cute too but i just you know sothis
2: could... was a kid an underage kid no no it's a god she was a god yes uh,
0: a god who appeared as a child no she was she appeared as a 20 something year old beautiful woman
3: to the who just internet. happened to look like an eight-year-old
0: Okay, if we check after the podcast and I can't confirm that, I'm going to need you to edit this all out, okay? Um, (laughs) uh, But, um, yeah, no, I, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I agree. Shay, I was, that's why I was so excited for Shay to play, because I'm like, dude, Shay, we talk about Fire Emblem all the time, and I played this game, and I'm like, this is going to blow your mind, man. This is like the Fire Emblem game of all fucking Fire Emblem games, so uh, I'm glad you ended up enjoying it. And the portability, man, for me, I could play that game oh, anywhere. Yeah. It broke my leg. I could play it on the shitter. I could play it in bed. It's fucking great. Fucking great. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Josh, we have a, a shining number one dagger tooth. Shay is handing his trophy over to Nintendo and, and the team there um, that created Fire three houses. So congratulations. You get Shay's favorite game of the year. Mm-hmm. And if you sell that dagger tooth, uh, it's real gold. You can have enough funds to uh, put some more production values into the next Fire Emblem game. So good luck. Mm-hmm. Josh, what's your number one game? My number one game this year. Should we do the guess? Should everyone want to do a guess again? We, Josh I like is that. I like to that. Guess. I, it, was, it was. It's a fun, fun last guess. Term. It's a fun guess. Everybody throw something out who there.
3: Wants, who wants to go first this time? I'm still thinking mm. about what mm. it could possibly be. Let's
1: see. Um, Untitled Goose Game. No, (laughs) good guess. Wild card. Good guess. That's a good
2: guess. I'll let Shay go first. Uh, it's uh, Disco Elysium.
0: Nope.
2: Fuck. Uh, knowing you
0: as long as I have, thinking about the discussions we had, I'm
3: surprised that the first two didn't get it.
2: Wait, wait, it's Control. God damn it. No, he already
0: said Control. control. Number
3: five.
2: God damn it, it's Control. Wait, you're surprised the
0: first two get it. Well, didn't get it. Well, that throws me off cuz I didn't think they'd be that aware of it. Hmm. Um, okay. I'm going to go with <laughs> It's e- it's either nights with bikes or ape out. That's what I'm gonna
3: say. Mm. Two swings and two misses. Damn. It's Jesus
2: it's it's, it's the it's the alligator game. It's alligator. Oh, later gator. No, this,
3: again, I told you. I told you that it is literally like a twenty-eight way tie from like three to thirty, or from like two to thirty. No, like so many of these it. games are in I'm... there. So, Josh, ba- I'm looking... Baba is no, here. but the number one oh game, my God. Apex Legends, the number one game no. by a wide margin. What, this year. A wide margin, wide margin. This. What year.
0: are we missing, guys?
3: Hold on, hold on, hold on.
0: What the fuck? Yeah, this is, is fine. fine. Don't, don't fine. tell us
3: yet, Josh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, super oh, smash, oh, oh, oh! I, did, know, I, know, I know, I know, I know. Plague's Tale.
2: Nope. Yes. Oh, oh,
0: cock and balls. Um, <laughs> let's see.
2: Let's see. Hold on, Josh. This Hold is on. tricky. Hold on. Uh, think,
0: think of Josh's phases. What was he the most addicted to? Borderlands 3. <laughs> no. Boy, a wide margin. Some, that this, oh, oh. Uh, quite the guess. Uh, there. Outer, outer Wild. It wasn't Outer Wild. We got wild. it.
1: We got wilds. it. Wilds.
0: Outer Wilds.
2: Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That oh, makes yes. sense.
0: You know what? I hear a lot of people talking about this game everywhere but here, which is interesting. So, well, Josh, it didn't win any of your individual awards. So, you have some explaining to do.
3: I know. There, like, again, there's been so much amazing stuff this year that I, like, I tried to spread the love around like, to, uh, to as much as I could, which is completely impossible. There's been way too much amazing stuff coming out this year to, to do that properly. Um, like, I, re- I remember we, we were talking before our last show about the music for this year and how we could have, we could all have a top 10 list and we'd be yeah, leaving stuff yeah. off. Um, but yeah, this game is kind of it, it, it was great in a lot of areas, but the overall package just came together, I think, better than anything else this year with the way they handle exploration and narrative with you just discovering how this entire universe works. Um and then just, you know witnessing the end of it all and kind of what that means to you, what that means um to the people around you. Um
0: it, Majora's Mask style yeah, kind of time. Is, loop. It's
3: just fascinating. Um and they just the again, it's, it's another one of those games that just respects you. Like there is a tutorial planet, which is just the first world that you're on, and they kinda you know they make you find some launch codes so you can take off. Which, if you follow the instructions of the people there, it takes like five minutes. At which point, five minutes into the game, you can literally go anywhere in the universe instantly. And the only thing stopping you is your curiosity and a little bit of knowledge, because you'll find these, um, you know, hurdles that are just like, oh, there's there's no way I could possibly do something here and then you'll you'll get more just knowledge about you know the different uh um people that came before you and just yeah just just learn how the world works uh, yeah. discover more and more as you go and it was just one of the most rewarding uh rewarding games to explore that I've played in possibly ever it is it is the exploration in that game is just perfect like the reward is always some new question some new place that you want to go explore like you you figure something out you get you know a new piece of the puzzle and the new piece is like oh well i th- i remember that place i i saw that before i th- thought i figured it out and there's there's more to it and yeah. they yeah they they did that so ridiculously well in this game um, that it was just like, it was one of those things like i just i i'd think about it whenever i was not playing it and then i'd get back in the game like okay like i i you know i think i figured this other thing out away from the game let's go check this other thing out like i think i understand how this works now and you'd go try new stuff out you go tr- you know see what new things you could find um yeah i um it, it was,
0: i was yeah. i was kind of it, it, that game is difficult it's kind of inscrutable at the beginning and it kind of th- I, I wish you had just pumped it a little bit more josh if i i think if we had known that you were more into it we might have made more of an effort to play it i had no idea you even liked it that much because you're just you got to be more like you got to be more like me you got to be more annoying
3: um <laughs> yeah, just not shut up like, for two months mm-hmm. straight
0: yeah just be like out of worlds <laughs> out of worlds or out of worlds out of worlds because like i feel like that game is one that just passed me by, and I'm, I'm very curious about, because the, the time I spent with it, I was just so, I didn't understand what to do or where to go, and it was just felt, I felt so lost, like, I just wanted, I didn't want the game to tell me what to do, but I feel like I just needed something, but everyone's so, a lot of people I know are just so high on the the feelings this game gives you, and the music and everything, and it's just like, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm missing out, you know?
3: Yeah, it, it, like, it is, like, it's one of those things where, like, it's not, it doesn't shove anything Down your throat. It's like you you have to be curious about it. Um, like if 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 something doesn't look interesting to you, you could end up missing stuff. But like, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's just you know like a big part of the game is to like it. It really really rewards curiosity. Uh, Yeah, I gotta
0: I gotta check it. It's on Game Pass, so I have no real reason not to check it out uh, eventually. Because I know Shay's trying to catch up for Chomping in the Dark, so I have nothing to play right now, so I might. I might uh play I might play some of it. Why'd well, she give me that look? Um I uh yeah, it's it's one of those things where that's a game that I want to experience whether I chomping like it. Chomping in of...
2: the dark or chomping after dark.
0: Oh yes, yeah, sorry. I'm chomping in the dark, that's a different show. Speaking of which, um if you love what we do and you love that Josh just gave Outer Wild some love, make sure you go to patreon.com slash sword patreon.com slash sword you can look for all the ways you can support us hidden podcasts hidden instagram pages all that and more um join chomp nation yeah out of walls that's cool i should know i shouldn't known that because when you were streaming it you were streaming that intensely for like three days and even watching your stream was like hurting my brain i'm like i think this game is just <laughs> too smart for me i'm just too
3: dumb for this
0: um which could be the case unfortunately yeah.
3: well part of that also is because it was one of the streaming games I had way more downtime to just stop and think about what I'd seen. So it wasn't like a matter of just like, you know, it was, it was condensed. Like the part of me playing that game was really condensed because a lot of other time out of game was spent thinking about what I'd seen, um, which kind of probably, probably gave a little bit different impression than what you'd get if somebody like tried to just play through the whole thing. Um, yeah. So I know, yeah.
0: yeah, I'll give it a shot. I'm gonna get back to you. Um, okay, good choice, Josh. The Outer Wilds it did get some love here. I can't believe. Maybe that's kind of the weird enigma of it. You didn't feel like it was worthy of any specific awards, but yet yeah, you thought it was worthy of your game of the year. Which like it is was. Kind of... It was.
3: Yeah. Again, it was. It was like it was in the short list for so many of these other categories. The music yeah. is great. It was but like it's two really... or
0: three in every list, but yeah, never yeah. One. It's a, it's like yeah. really
3: sparse. The art style is. Really, really simplified it's another one of those kind of like yeah, low poly so. looking you know games, but like again, runs extremely well, and you're able to see the entire universe like it's it's simulating this entire universe at all times, um mm-hmm. like around you, which is just nuts that they're able to pull that off it's it's really it's incredible cool. yeah
0: um i I'll save you for last fish. I will say there's no surprise in my number one, but I do want to say that. This year, I have a really big announcement to make. I'm going to make it right here, right now, all right? And this is not a joke. Um, my Final Fantasy VIII is no longer my favorite Final Fantasy. Um, that's right. It is the most. In- it is the most important game of my childhood, and I will never say bad things about that game from my childhood perspective, but I'm playing it as an <laughs> adult. Um, I love the world. I love the art direction i did not like the writing i did not like the combat i mm. i just didn't really enjoy it that much anymore it just it i don't think it holds up i feel like it mm, for yeah. its moment in time i think it's excellent um did not hold up for me which is a bummer because that's what i was worried about i was worried that my favorite game of all time wouldn't hold up for me and it didn't um i felt like i was just picking apart the story at every angle it, it's like very simple logical things and uh and the dialogue too and that was a real big bummer but um, Final Fantasy 12 is now my favorite Final Fantasy. And I highly right. recommend that. I think it's the best one. I think it's the best one.
3: You've, you've um, given yourself an upgrade there. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud I've, of you, man. I've, it's, I've upgraded. I love 12. <laughs> I love 12. That is.
0: The, if you guys are ever bored and you have some extra money, the remake version is incredible. Because you can play it on the go. The Updated visuals. They balance the game better. There's new music in the game that they wrote for it, which is fucking incredible because that soundtrack's already incredible. There's class diversity. You can get two classes now. They made new classes for it. Like I cannot say enough good things about that game and that remake. And you can play it on the pooper. So <laughs> that is like over probably the best experience I had playing a game this year was that. But it was a remaster of an older game, and I wasn't I didn't feel comfortable putting it on my list. Yeah. So um that game, man. I cannot say enough good things that's, about that's that. That's quite
3: game. some news.
0: Yes, it is very that's, sad. Very yeah. sad. Sad day. Sad day. But um and as an adult I just enjoy You're going to have to change
3: character. all your ne- all your screen names cuz they're all all no, Seifer. no. All of them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. All Seiferx. Look, I still it's still important in my history and I I will never look I will never look down on the game. I'm just saying as an adult, as a as an adult now, I couldn't find enjoyment in that game cuz it didn't hold up for me. So mm. But I will never bash the game from my childhood. It's too important to my memories.
3: No, there's a lot of hate for that game that it's really undeserved. Like it, it, it's not, it's not perfect. But yeah, like there's, there's,
0: and at the time, let's be honest, it was excellent. Um, Yeah, and technically stunning. So that's I just had to say that. And me and Fish had a lot of great Smash Brothers memories. But that came out in December, and. I, f- I didn't want to put it on my list because it's it's I, I like it in Purgatory. I don't know what to do with that game. It's it's my favorite fighting game ever. I think the the, yeah. the the Ganondorf story we had is perfect, but none of the other stuff in the game I care about, and I didn't want to have to try and fit that onto a list. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I'm like, eh, it can stay in Purgatory.
3: Yeah, I kind of had that from last year. Like I, I, we were talking about this when we were starting to make our lists about what to do with these games coming out in December that we don't have a chance to get to and uh yeah. Greece didn't make it on anything last year but I think may have Greece, yeah um, yeah exactly but that's this a good year example. was so ridiculously packed that it it, it didn't make anything again just cuz the competition was like even better but uh yeah no that's a good There's point a lot like, like the
0: mem- the memories we had playing together like with you and Josh me and Josh like I remember having like some of the most intense fights I had with with Josh in that game like I felt like I was getting somewhat competent at it but um and I actually went and started watching some some like uh like tournaments and stuff, and it, I was in a dark hole there for a while. So <laughs> I've, I think the game, I think that gameplay is so fucking good. It is incredible. But I'm not interested in any of stuff in the game. All the single player content is useless to me and uninteresting. So eh, I don't have to think about where it ranks on my list. I'll just say that if I were to go back in time, last year it would have probably easily slid into my runner up position or yeah. top three. Oh,
3: that's that's so. right. We used to do what game we might change from last year oh
0: yeah yeah we, we or no uh, it was favorite game from another year or yeah something
3: weird, well though. i think we even i think we did that and then also what game, game from our last change. top five that we would possibly change
0: yeah which uh
3: yeah it's yeah, tricky hmm
0: We do think about that yeah think we'll have to think about forward. that while
3: we're going because we're probably going to need something to break up all the uh all the fighting and violence coming up <laughs> shortly so
0: well, you never know it could it could be more civil as, as this they proved. So I'm gonna have to keep my number one a little bit shorter. Those are important things that I just wanted to say to get those out of the gate because that was a big part of my year was Ph 12 and uh smashing fish into despair with ganondorf um but it was a lot of fun. I'll remember me and fish's memories of that uh very well. But yeah, no surprise death stranding is of course my number one game of the year, and I thought about the things I wanted to say um and I think that I would best explain it like this. Death Stranding, like Shay was saying, he thinks like, uh, Fire Emblem is the most flawed game he's ever had for a game of the year. And I'm sure I could probably say that as well. Um, I think that Death Stranding, to me, is more rare than a masterpiece. Um, I don't think it's a masterpiece. I think it's actually more special and more rare than a masterpiece, because it should not exist. This game, in no world, should have ever been made. Um, with these production values and these ideas and all the insanity in this game, there's no publisher in the world that would have ever approved Death Stranding. Um, an artiste? <laughs> Nothing. That was, never mind. Uh, oh. I was like, he threw me off. I was like, what is he talking about? Um, of the artiste? Um, no, I I just think that that's it's as far as AAA games go, in particular, that it's just. The weirdest. We had this conversation on a podcast a couple weeks ago. We're like, "What well, if I went all in in this poker game and I pushed all my cards in?" What is the weirdest, most unique, strangest Triple A game we've ever played? And we we couldn't think of anything. And I was just racking my brain for weeks and weeks, and I I couldn't even think of anything comparable. And and that's probably why I found it so fascinating. I mean, I had a lot of head scratching moments or frustrations with the game. Believe me, like the. uh the, the story at the end was just kind of convoluted, and I didn't really understand a lot of it. Um, I thought the pacing was pretty kind of off. Like, certain chapters are very long um, and confusing, and, you know, there's weird things about the gameplay. Like, the boss fights are a nice spectacle, but there's there's one boss fight at the end that's just awful. There are these there's these weird moments where he tries—the the great thing about— Death stranding is that you never know what's going to happen. He's always going to try something weird. Sometimes those things miss. You know, it's like uh, it's just going to happen. Some things, not everything lands, but I yeah. I like the spirit
3: of just trying things. Yeah, it's like a box of chocolates. With a couple turds in there. It's going to watch there, out.
0: There is a there's a lot of chocolates. I don't I don't know if I could go, go as far as saying turds, but there there is some weird shit in there. Um, there. <laughs> It was look. There's moments where I was cringing. There's moments where I was like, "That's the coolest thing I've ever seen." That's just the kind of game that it is for me. But I I would break it down like this. There, from a gameplay perspective, the reason I wanted to make it number one is it's just very unique. You know, like there's a game about delivering packages should not be interesting, like Fish was saying, and And it's compelling, and it works within the world, and there's just nothing like it. Like, whether you enjoy the game or not, I don't know. That's not my place to say. This is my personal list. There's just nothing like it. It's incredibly unique. And if I had to describe this game with a metaphor, I see Kojima balancing a tightrope, a strand, if you will. With all of these packages on his back, all these crazy ideas and risks, and he's wobbling back and forth on this tightrope trying to get across this chasm, and some of the packages, a couple of them do fall off in the process, and he's almost to the other side, but he wobbles back and forth and loses his balance, and he has to hold on to the rope before falling in the chasm, but he gets back up, and he gets across, and he makes it, and I feel like at the end of the day, the fact that this game works at all is a fucking miracle. Um, and I really mean that, like, I have not been more fascinated by a game, the conversation around it, the podcast, the good, the bad, like, I have not been more fascinated by probably any video game I've ever played, because half the time, I'm just like, what the fuck, are you serious? Like, I can't believe this is happening, or I'm blown away by the, the artistry, and, and here's the most important thing, what he was trying to convey with the exploration reminded me of a lot of, like, when I was a kid, and I would go hiking, and like. I remember this one time I went hiking with my my dad and it was like a cold kind of rainy day and we, we were hiking all day through this like uh, area in Florida and we stopped at our our tent and we kind of took our our shoes off our wet shoes and we started a fire and we were kind of sitting there relaxing and having a meal and there was like this feeling of satisfaction and and like taking a break and like exploration and and rest and sort of like reflection that this game nails whenever you're exploring and then you stop to go in your little room and take a shower and take a break. And the gameplay part of it really captures that sort of feeling for me, which I thought was, uh, it, it was successful at what it was achieved. It was, had a lot of head scratching problems for me, but as I mentioned, but I thought it was successful at its most important goal, which was that feeling. And then working with other players with that whole strand game element, building stuff, working as a team, Um, I think that stuff works. And it's so modern and weird. Likes, monster cans. Everything about this game is just so fucking strange and new and modern. They break the fourth, the fifth, the sixth wall with fucking Norman Reedus taking a shit while the ride poster is flying in front of him for his AMC television show. Like, It's just interesting. I just found everything about this game interesting. Um, So yeah that that's why that's why it sticks out for me because i think a lot of the this year a lot of these games were excellent but you know not particularly weird i guess for me not particularly strange and i learned from the year that no man's sky came out and i was too afraid to make it my number one i learned a hard lesson that you should always go with your gut and that's this i will always remember this game the most this year is it the best game i will always remember death stranding the most. The most, it was the most memorable game for me, and I do think, technically speaking, the performances were excellent, uh, the visuals are incredible, I think the gameplay works really well, the, obviously you guys know I love the music, Three Layers Deep, Bean Burrito, um, <coughs> and, that's, and I just think the art is fantastic, so that is, my, that is the end of my rant for Death Stranding, I'm excited to talk about it maybe down the road. Um, Still don't think I quite understand everything happens, but the the broad stroke. I don't think Kojima
3: understands quite everything that happens, so I think you're well, and think you're up to speed.
0: I will say the criticisms about the story, for what they're worth, there's like two stories: the personal human story between the characters, I think works. The larger, like broad stroke story of the plot is very convoluted and confusing. That
3: no, that's Kojima. That's the like yes, like he always builds these worlds that are just fucking ridiculous like based off of old you know action movies and just you know you know it's like dumb 80s movies and so you get insane worlds like that and they're completely nuts and as long as you just realize that and don't try to worry about how serious they are all the rest of it can come through really well Mm -hmm. like the you know the interactions between all the characters the uh, the relationships going on are so much yeah, better when you yes. realize the rest of it is nonsense, mm-hmm. and and like don't try to figure it out. There's nothing to figure out. It's insane. Like yeah,
0: well, the, and the broad str- the the ideas in the world, the lore I think is interesting. It's the story itself that's kind of like the idea of BTS and what a BB is. That stuff I think is cool. Like Kojima's strengths. I've been talking a lot about this with one of our patrons. His strengths are ideas, bravery, and most importantly, surrounding himself with. Smart people. <laughs> Kojima has surrounded himself with incredible people. You know what I mean? Um, to make his ideas come to life. Because, like, what if he didn't have great artists? You know what I mean? Like, what if he wasn't able to have such incredible people working on his soundtracks and all this stuff? Like, he has the bravery and the, I- and the ideas in some ways. And yeah. that's what I, you know, he's a curator of talent in many ways.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and these people rally behind him because of his vision. Nobody has, I'm not trying to gender this, but nobody has the balls... In our industry, in the AAA level that Kojima has, in the independent scene, I get. Here's the thing, Josh. People say Kojima's too uh, self-indulgent, right? But if you think about the independent scene, if it's like one guy making a game, that that's the epitome of self-indulgent. It's whatever they want to do, right? It's one person making a game. It's their game, and that spirit makes those independent games oftentimes very interesting for people because they can do whatever they want. If you believe he's too self-indulgent, I have no way of proving that. But even if you believe that, I think. The auteur, I love things where you can feel the auteur coming through their product. That's why I loved Young and Night Shyamalan and Nicholas Winding Refn. I love very distinctive yeah. art.
3: Um, yeah, and then we get, worse. you know, David Cage stuff. So,
0: well, yes, and he's a distinctive <laughs> art. And look, I liked Heavy Rain a lot, but I haven't, you know, has that uh, that his other stuff not so much. Um, but at least he's swinging for the fence, right? I didn't like Detroit either. I don't like just you there. Yeah. Um anyways, loved it. Fascinating. Yeah. Nothing like it. Uh Fish, I wanted to give you the final platform here. So you can talk about your number one game of the year, Sekiro.
1: Cool. Thank you. <laughs> yep, Sekiro. That's it.
3: Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Sorry,
0: I had to get had one bro, boy. he nailed it in there. Yeah. Shay died, I don't even see him on the webcam anymore. I think Shay did He die. fell
3: down, and he can't get up. Oh, he's... He's, oh, he, he's fallen he, down. He called his day back and over, and he can't, and can't get can't up. see what's going on yeah. below yes, the camera. No, it's kind of... Mm.
1: <laughs> I just see those sheets moving up again, my life lurk, <laughs> like, I swear.
3: It's kinda, Occasionally
0: a condom wrapper flies at the at the webcam, and, you know, it's weird. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Magnums, too. Just, jealous uh well he's not yelling at us yet so he must be doing something fish yeah wow. i know we already talked a wow. lot you, about sex hmm.
3: three feet in what? the air I, oh hmm. jesus you wow you don't yeah. see that very often
1: it's- Oh, <laughs> <laughs> spread eagle
0: spread eagle just <laughs> just saying the word spread eagle kind of get you a little horny sometimes it no. does for me no
3: no not, it does no like there's spread eagle. that is literally the least sexy phrase Spread it eagle? Is. Yes. No. Whenever somebody says
1: that, I just
3: no, I don't think it's like the sex epic of something, think of something no, like not even oh, a little. Okay, all right. That's um, a um, weird description. No. It's
1: a weird way to describe that.
3: Mm. All right. Oh, that what made about it better. That made chicken? it. You no, know, that made it so much better. You, you, really, <laughs> you really, you really brought us around with the with the sound yeah. effects there.
0: Spread it's, falcon. Mm. Spread mm. macaw. Red Seahawk. All right, Fish. Um, Sekro. I know. You know. I was the one who kind of sucked you into Bloodborne, and then you kind of and fell you into sucked the... me.
1: Good, yeah.
0: Yeah, you fell into the From Software hole, and here you are. Yeah, <laughs> here I am. Now you didn't finish Sekro, but you said you really enjoyed the time you spent oh, yeah. with.
1: Well, yeah. Well, I never finished Bloodborne. and They're long ass games, but like I thoroughly enjoy them. Like they're. They're like this to me. Like Bloodborne, just felt like this new age type of RPG type of game where it—I don't know—like it it combined a bunch of elements that I think in gaming, as throughout the years, in a way that um, I've always enjoyed. Like there's parts of like you know stats and like character builds um, and stuff like that um, that I've truly enjoyed fell in love with in um previous games and and then there's the gameplay part of it um and the gameplay part of it was more of something that I wasn't used to in gaming and felt fresh to me um even though it was very hard to kind of get into because of how punishing the uh, from software games are so um uh it, it was it was kind of like 'Cause I did give uh, Demon Souls, I think is the first game that they actually came out with, uh, a try and I just couldn't get into it. Like it was just too difficult. Like I came across the first skeleton and I was just like, fuck, this is hard. I have to <laughs> fucking dodge and roll and like he could fucking wipe me out in two hits. Like mm-hmm. it it didn't feel like a game. It felt like some weird fucking like punishment <laughs> hellish game to me. Yeah, I, was just, yeah. I I just I just want, didn't want to deal with it at that point point. In um I think that was my I wish I that never happened to me. I wish like by luck I like actually stuck with that game. Um and I think I did. I ended up like down in like getting killed and like you get sent somewhere down. Um and anyways like I it just never stuck with me until um uh, Morgan and uh Josh actually uh picked up the game for PS4 and um it's whole reason he picked up the PS4 actually, but um. Yeah. Uh. From software is definitely like, I guess Bloodborne is definitely like one of my favorite games. Uh. As far as like on the PS4 goes, because, um, yeah. I I fell in love with how hard that game is. Even though like, I I will say this about Sekiro. I wish there was multiplayer in it because in Bloodborne. There was. Oh, you could like help
0: your friend out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. and that,
1: that I really enjoyed that part of. Yeah. uh how many bosses Bloodborne?
0: did we group up together when we got stuck? On? Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Well, I you think, you ran me through yeah. like I think
3: at least yeah, a good I chunk don't know about the rest yeah. of you guys, but yeah, like a few of them are just way more manageable with multiple people, like especially the oh yeah, the ones that the bosses that have more than one uh like uh, person you're fighting are just so much more manageable once you get somebody else in there to help you.
1: Oh, yeah. And, and they're a lot of fun, you know, seeing your friend on screen actually take big swipes at uh, the enemies, um, seeing them die, you know, in, like, a few hits as well, <laughs> like, to damage. Yeah. Like, it, it, It's great. And I, I, that's one thing about Sekiro that I wish they did um, somehow bit into it. Um, it. I don't think it could necessarily survive um, with the mechanics of uh posture damage because that's like something new in the series from software added that I truly yeah. enjoyed um as a single player type of deal and I don't know how they would manage to work that out as yeah, far as like so know, many less of the fights have like yeah. ma-
3: like AoE or anything like it's they're yeah. they're made right. for these one-on-one encounters so much more. Just a more. different game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So um, that that or just you know what would be cool is if you, if you had a
0: friend come in and like their ghost got like one death blow for you and it was like okay now you just have to get you see the ghost of your friend climbing up their back uh, well, okay let's <laughs> fight let's fight about death blows again let's do it. <laughs> your friend sneaks up behind him and, and then they, they get a death you, blow back <laughs> how about you
1: both just sneak up behind him and you both get a death blow and just the
0: double death Cut. blow <laughs> double penetration. <Yeah. laughs>
1: Yeah, but yeah, that posture system like that was something that you kind of like get used to and like it it's it feels like a from software game where like it it's difficult like, at first and like it's just one of those mechanics that in the game like this is how you're going to play this game uh throughout the rest of the game but like it's something that like you slowly start to build skill with as a player and as you slowly progress through the story and you start defeating all these enemies and new enemy types and then bosses like you you're still learning that system but like the game is also like introducing new things as well with it and like I love that sort of ramp up of difficulty in these games and like knowing that you're getting into a game that's going to be very punishing you're going to be throwing your controller against the wall or yelling at your children um it's just it's it's something that like (laughs) I, i enjoy as a as a gamer like i love fucking difficult games and i wish like i could have had you know some sort of accolade for bloodborne when we first started this podcast um which is and,
0: weird because it's so hard to get you to play anything, but you want to play the one the games that don't have that don't like you at all. It's just fascinating. Right?
1: <laughs> I yes, I love. I, yeah, I definitely love games that are. And, and and I understand like it's very like this is my opinion about them, but like I feel like they're in a, in a sense like a perfect game. Like I love the stamina system in Bloodborne. But, like, they changed it up in Sekiro to where you don't have to deal with that anymore. And, like, I feel like I'm more focused on the actual combat, which is amazing. Like, as a a shinobi, like, it feels great to go up against another, you know, like, um, samurai or some sort of general and, like, actually clash swords against them in a way that, like, feels real to you know how actual combat would go whenever somebody has you know weapons like that and it feels great like and the one thing um that feels like more like and i was worried about this like the grappling system when i first saw it i was like i was a bit worried about this um being like almost too like god of war where you have this ability that just it ends it just makes things way too easy and i was worried that from software made this game way too easy but the grappling actually like it plays into being a ninja being able to jump in and out of combat playing playing your uh, matchups against you know these uh, hard enemy types um make makes it a bit more manageable and makes it more um cinematic and just feels good because as it, whenever you're just finding all these grappling points that you can actually um, pull yourself up to and get to different vantages and like reassess yourself as you're doing it, like it just feels great to see your character fly through um, yeah. uh, area like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually like you open up different areas and like you've realized w- what kind of path you want to take. And it just feels good to kind of like go through the cities and um, the villages that you go through and like, uh, as you backtrack through certain areas of the game like you just find your way and you, you you go through it a lot quicker um and you know which enemies you can bypass and everything and i love that about this game like uh, and, fr- and it's it's indicative to all like front software games where like you eventually open up a shortcut or you just find your own niche as far as like how to get through certain areas in a qu- quick amount of time so you're not wasting your uh um time just, you know, slogging through enemies again over and over again after dying. So, um yeah, the, this game gameplay um like uh, Josh said earlier, like the story as well was a very welcome addition that I I I like. Um and um yeah, it's And
0: that's it. Sekiro. Mm-hmm. I will say this fish, if you take the art direction and the music of Katana Zero, but it plays like Sekiro. Then you have my game of the year. I want wow. a man in a bathrobe. I want that fucking dark synth yeah. music. I want crazy bosses that look like that. That Ooh. was my only issue with Sekiro. Is you just fight a bunch of dudes, a bunch of dudes. You know, I want those <laughs> beasts. I want weirdos. You know.
1: Wouldn't, yeah? Wouldn't it be cool if like Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven yeah. had that type of <laughs> feel where you could actually like <laughs> spec out to be like a a katana wielding dude? It won't.
2: It won't. It's gonna be uh, shooter. Anyways, great you, choice. Did you ever, did you ever fight the uh, the lady butter butterfly? I sure did. Yes, yeah. I did. Yeah, that boss fight was difficult, but that was a badass boss fight.
0: It's just an old lady.
2: Uh, she turns into butterflies, and she has like <laughs> spirits helping her. Yeah. You said it's mm-hmm. a bunch of old men. She's not a man.
0: No, I said it's an old lady.
2: You said, no, what you said is you have to fight a bunch of old men.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I said, what I was just saying is that, like, in uh, Bloodborne, you fight a lot of creatures, and this, you fight a lot of dudes. Mm. I just thought the dudes were less interesting than the the beasts.
3: Not a big fan of the lemon party.
0: No, no. (laughs) 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 He's not going to admit it on air, at least. Uh Uh, Although some of those dudes, like the drunkard, were pretty large and scary. All right, so, excellent choice, Fish. It is in the books. Boom, boom, boom. As we go to the final 10 to 15 minute portion of the show where we basically find an official game of the year. I don't think this is going to take very long at all, actually, because I've done the math. Now, I want to say this really quickly. Uh, it's been an honor, guys. It's been a fun year. Fish in particular. It's been it's been great having you. Um, if you want to support us as we go into the next year, it's a great time to be a part of Chomp Nation. Patreon.com slash SwordChomp. Rate us on iTunes. Share us with your friends. Subscribe wherever you're at. Go get some merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash sword chomp. All right. So here's the math. I'll just, I'll tell you, guys, what do you guys think of this? As usual, I always do the math to kind of keep us from fighting. And sometimes it works. What I do is it's a very simple point system. If it's your number five game of your list it's worth one point. And if it's your favorite game of the year, it's worth five points. And I add everything up to see what five games have the most points. All right. It's a pretty simple way. It doesn't have to be this way if you guys don't like it, but this is a good starting point, I think. All right, and as I see it right now, war Wargro- I'm sorry, Control has four points. So it would be the number five game. It made two lists. Wargroove actually has five points. So it would be the number four game. It made two lists as well. Death Stranding made two lists. It had seven points between me and Fish. Sekiro, shockingly, had nine points, and far and away, with 12 points, we had Fire Emblem Three Houses. Um, I would be okay with that ordering, even though it's not my personal ordering, but what do you guys think?
2: I think that Death Stranding should be number five. Why? Because it's not a very good game.
0: Oh, but right. I respect I that. I respect Hold that on, you like. I
2: respect a... that you like it a lot. I respect. Wait, how that do you it know tried... it's not a good game? I respect that it was trying to be diverse, and I. So how do you know
0: it's it not a good game? To... It
2: had original ideas, but I think a lot of them are very janky. I think that they're implemented poorly. I think it is a very boring game. It is not an interesting story. It's a very convoluted story, and I think that. Getting praise for trying to do unique and special um, things in a game that is not enough to justify all the glaring uh, mistakes that this game seem to just pass by. All the inconsistencies in the narrative, all of the just god awful design.
0: What are you basing What are you basing this off of?
2: I just told you.
0: No, how much time have you spent with the game?
2: Um, I spent a few hours, and then I watched plenty of videos. I've watched oh, stream watch it. videos. Okay, well, that's not going to fly. No, it, it is going to fly, because it's my opinion, and I think that this game is garbage. Well, you're garbage. So I think you should go to number five.
0: Well, it's not going to happen, so.
2: Oh, it, it will.
3: There's, there's a video I, I sent that I, I made earlier, knowing this would come up at some point.
2: Is this the video?
3: Well, the, the second one. The first one is just kind of noticing how Morgan's uh, blur my background. Blurs his face an awful lot of the time. Yeah.
0: Um, anyways, I think we have a, a pretty good top five here. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, I really do. Death Stranding is not going to be anywhere near top three.
0: Well, the points say it is. I'm sorry.
2: I don't give a shit about the fucking points. It's not going <laughs> to well, be in the, the top five. does points matter.
0: I mean, I, I'm putting point. up with Wargroove on this list, and that game is unbelievably terrible. So why, why should I have to concede Death Stranding? The, point, the passion for Death Stranding is strong on two lists. The passion for whatever would replace it would not be as much. So there's not an equal point. Sekiro is just brutal and painful. There's not really a, a replacement
3: to... for it is the only, thi- the only issue. Yeah, I'm fine I, moving I it down it. to you know, yeah. slide the other two up, but there's not really something to replace it. Um.
2: Yeah, I don't want to replace it. I still think that there's merit in what it was trying to do. I still think that clearly... You made, you
0: made up your mind on that game before you spent any time with it.
2: Be honest. And you didn't even try think, playing it until uh, the
0: day of the podcast. Just I think that there was
2: game. merit in the game and uh, what it was trying to do. I can appreciate the fact that um, multiple people here liked it and it was on their lists. But as I've told you guys time and time and time and time and time again, I do not like Kojima's end products. Um, It's nothing personal to the man. I don't like the weird ass convoluted stories he tries to tell. They're just not my thing. That would be like saying, hey, you read the first Harry Potter book and I know you hated it, but you know what? Try and give the second one a try. It's the same thing. It's the same. Author it's nothing writing like a that. Similar is a story.
0: horrible example. It's nothing like. No, it's like not a horrible sli- example. Let me finish. Let me finish. It's uh, nothing. You've like been interrupting solid. me. So let's it's be clear now. Like, nothing Don't pull like that shit. Solid. You've been and you haven't me. played enough of the game <laughs> to make that
3: ju- fish had to get one more fight. <laughs> fish, you haven't fish played is just so enough happy. of the game. He didn't think <laughs> he was getting, getting this assessment. for Christmas. I did it. He didn't think he was getting this for Christmas, and all of a sudden it showed up on his doorstep.
0: It's no. fine. Just admit you made your opinion before you went in. You haven't played enough of the game to make an intelligent opinion on it, and uh, it's not going to move on the did, list. Did because... you Did
3: you check out that uh, that video that I, that I sent? No, I'm
0: too upset to watch any videos <laughs> right now. It's not going to happen. <laughs> no, but I mean, in all seriousness, me and Shay can have our playful banter here back and forth. But the the list itself, I mean, there's really no point in squabbling over f- you know five through two. I mean, at the end of the day. The numbers fell that way because of how we all felt about them on the list. I mean, that's that's the placement. I mean, you'd have to, it, you wouldn't be able to fight. You wouldn't be able to fight enough to bump up um, the games behind it. Is is what I'm saying?
2: Um, I I just think that there there's more valuable or value in every other game on this list compared to Death Stranding.
3: Well, then that's a really
2: bad opinion to have.
3: It's the correct opinion, but still a really Josh, bad opinion.
0: Josh, this is bullshit because you it's sent a, it's me a so correct, many videos really this year where you were like, the gameplay is so good. Check out this video. And you were all this stuff and you go going on No, the on gameplay is great. About- and okay. then, then
3: you get to uh, every story beat that ever happens and you're stuck there for a half hour.
0: You're um, not even far enough in the game to know that. You're still in yeah. Chapter 3, aren't you? No, See,
3: I'm, I'm far like,
2: enough to know jo- that. Josh, I, I, want, I want it to be known that I tried to finish as many games as I could this year because I knew that if there was ever a game that we had to argue about, Morgan's default argument 100% of the time is you didn't play enough of it to have an opinion on it, and that's bullshit.
0: Well, you make up your opinion before you go into the game, and that's also bullshit. Well, So you know, I don't even know why I asked you to play it because your opinion I, is tainted. I, well, I you're mm-hmm. like I don't I like Kojima. I told you that. I don't from like the Kojima. I don't like, I don't like I, Kojima. It's right, nothing like Metal Gear Solid. That's a bad opinion to have because it doesn't make sense. It's okay, nothing like Metal Gear Solid.
2: Right. You're right. It's nothing like it. But his writing style is largely the same, where it's convoluted ass. It's
0: How would you know? You haven't played enough ass. of the game to get to the convoluted part.
2: I, the, the ending is I the convoluted videos, part. I've watched streams. I've oh, tried. I bet you have. I've s- tried. I
0: imagine Shay sitting around watching Death Stranding streams and. R- 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 come on, man. I'm not an idiot. That's fine. You can do yeah. whatever you want, but I did. <laughs> I did. I
2: watched
3: it. I think multiple. you had a much better chance of arguing that it was a good game than that you're not an idiot. I'm not interested in
2: I'm not
0: interested in convincing Shay, I mean cuz he doesn't want to honor the most brave game that was released this year in the Triple A. The That's most fine. brave That's game.
4: Fine. That's, <laughs> 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 That's
3: cuz that you don't have a better is, answer, so you have to laugh. Exceedingly brave. Commercials for monster energy energy drinks.
0: Well, yes. do you have a better give me a better example?
3: Hmm? I don't know. Yeah, a triple game that, was, I don't that know. I think was
0: more groundbreaking. What?
3: Nationwide? Their commercials are all right. A triple A game
0: that was more groundbreaking.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, it has to
2: be a triple A game, Josh. Look, someone yeah, has, it has to, to it has to yeah, be confined to very specific no, parameters. No, that's
0: the point. I'm just saying in the triple A scene, it was the most groundbreaking and unique thing that we had. In particular this year, maybe even ever. So, and I know that I'm the only one who's going to fight for those kind of games. I get it. I get it. Everyone else is going to go with the safe stuff. But look, that's what I got to do. I got to die on that hill. Hang I get on,
3: it. Hang on. I need to look at my list here again. He's, he's, a, safe stuff. he's an old video one,
2: game everyday
3: martyr. Two, <laughs> three, four, five AAA games on this list. You just, you go with the brave stuff. The, the brave stuff. That's right. This, this list of five AAA games here I see.
0: It was a bad year for independent games. That's <laughs> no, it, it was wasn't.
2: N- not. It was definitely not.
0: Yeah, I'm going to put it this way.
3: Death Stranding didn't line, wh- land in the top 30.
2: Well, then your list is bad.
0: It, it was, okay, first of all, it had the most nominations at the Game Awards, so AAA or Burrito. There you go. <laughs> no in all seriousness though like I think that does add a lot of credence to it if you think about the industry as a whole like you you can shake and have that opinion he can be in the vocal minority as someone who just wants to bash Kojima and I get it that's fine but it doesn't I don't know why we're fighting about number three on this list I mean the list I mean, if you,
3: is if you're going to use fish, the argument that Fish you're letting the rev down <laughs>
2: If if you're if you are making the oh, argument yeah. that it was nominated for multiple <laughs> things, I could equally make the argument and say that the people chose Fire Emblem as their Which, game of the year. I
3: mean, we did too, because yes, we ain't Fire no Emblem is our
0: is our number one game. I'm not right, arguing that.
2: Right? No, I'm, the the it's argument also, yeah, isn't that Fire Emblem awesome. should be ahead. I'm saying that if we're going to look at the game awards exactly. as a partial parameter, we should note that. Even though it was nominated for multiple awards by a very exclusive group of people, most of the fans actually wanted a different game to be number one. First off.
0: Well, so, we don't know exactly
2: was... how they conducted that a vote. But I would agree with you. I no, would agree with wait, wait wait, was... wait, 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 what? So now it only <laughs> Uh,
0: i'm gonna go take a picture. So it shitty just seems like your time arguments
2: sometimes you, you
0: don't even let me finish i'm saying that we don't know exactly what the parameters of the fan vote were we don't even know what that was we just know they had this thing called a fan vote and fire emblem one um Doesn't, but so i i we I don't know it the it
2: parameters should. of who was selected to i'm talking both about these awards for the these particular indist- games
0: yes they have it all up on the website have you ever read it it's called the- a voting jury
2: Okay, and do you know the background between are behind each and every one of these people? No. No, we the could, point could...
0: is that to say it's a bad game where it's on the top thirty is ludicrous. It's, I'm not saying it's, it's not top
2: it's... thirty. I never said that.
0: Well Josh did, and then he ran away. His argument was so bad that he ran away. So
2: No, <laughs> to my, go to the my bathroom. I I praised it, saying that it does a lot of unique things. I do believe that because Three of you enjoyed the game, even though Josh said is it's the bottom of the list, he did enjoy it. And I know even though he's not here, he would agree with that. I do think it has a place in the top five, but I believe that place is at the bottom. It's just it's hard. It's the one the things below it,
0: it we just won't have any chance of flying up. Like we don't have Enough support for the stuff behind it. A control. I'm blown away. Only had four votes, but that's where it is. You know, the Control so
2: is Control is, a, in my opinion, a much better game. And the only reason why I didn't put it on my top five list is I finished it the day before the podcast, and I felt like if I had put it at the in my top five list, having just finished it, um, there would have been some recency bias there because I I very much believe yeah. that that is yeah one of that the best. probably would have been. Yeah, the, I mean, yeah, yeah. It, there would have been. I sure. just I feel like Control honestly is a much better game than Death Stranding. I think it has a better story. Um, I don't necessarily think it's as per se brave of a game. I mean, if that's part of the criteria you're looking at, uh, but I think it does almost everything. I shouldn't say that cuz it's hard to compare the two. That's not not fair. I think that the most important distinct uh the most important uh aspect of these games these two games were i'm talking about right now is story and control story is even though it's weird and they're trying to kind of feed you information through like a very thin feeding tube is the best analogy i can give it's still more comprehensive it's still easier to understand and it's not just a fucking mess and that's why I feel like control should definitely be above Death Stranding, no questions asked. Um,
0: well, I, like I said, I would, be lo- I would love for you when you finish the game to have an opinion with you to see how, see how you feel about it. But um, I mean, because I had my issues with the ending of the story as well, but it's not convoluted all the way through. I mean, if you think the first three hours are convoluted, that's that's silly. That's the, did you finish that's War the, Group? Just about, yeah.
2: But you didn't finish it, right? i'd no, love to hear no, i'd no, love no. to hear your opinion to see if you think it's a better game after you've finished it
0: well i'm looking at the uh <laughs> ind- that's an independent <laughs> game i'm not looking at the i'm looking at the triple a oh okay. yeah we so, know yeah.
2: we know yeah. yeah i
0: have to be the triple a chap i'm sorry-huh oh, okay look I-, I i don't know why you're trying to fight <sighs> so hard. somebody got a like, shield. i'm not trying to f i'm not even trying to fight for death stranding to be number one that's that's the irony to your to your argument is like you just want to sink the ship that's in the middle there but it's it's ahead of the 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 game behind it by two votes and there's at least look at it this way there's passion here for all these number one games Fire Emblem, uh, Death Stranding, Sekiro, um, and Outer Wilds. There's a lot. Actually, you know what? Technically speaking, the Outer Wilds actually has would kick control off the list if you looked at it that way because it would have five points from Josh, even though it's only on one list. Um, but this is supposed to be a reflection of us as a group, so. Right. You're, you're, my disdain for Wargroove is like your disdain for Death straining so the list doesn't move. It would just stalemate. Basically.
2: I, I, here's what I will concede, is that I think it would be a hard sell, because Josh and I both are the two who played Wargroove and finished it, and could see the true value in that game by actually finishing it, um, if we're going to go off of that argument. But we're the only two that finished it. Uh, obviously, Morgan, you played it some. Um, your inferior intellect didn't allow you to finish the game. <laughs> oh. Fish, you didn't play Aww. it at all. So, um, unfortunately, your intellect wouldn't even allow you to approach the game. Wow! And um, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. Building,
3: building all the bridges today. <laughs>
2: That's right. I'm burning it, mm-hmm. I'm burning everything down. Fuck this. No. Um, in all I'm seriousness. I'm not that bridge. All right. Jokes aside. I can't be that big of an asshole. Um, Two people played and loved Wargroove. One person played it, didn't like it. One person didn't play it at all. Control was played by all four of us. Three of us loved it. I didn't put it on my list because of recency bias. Uh, Fish liked it. He didn't love it, but he didn't get far enough into it to love it. Yeah. Death Stranding, one person loved it, and I acknowledge that. One person enjoyed it very much that would be fish josh liked it i wouldn't say he loved it he said it's very low on his list i didn't enjoy what i played i didn't enjoy what i watched yes there is going to be some bias there because i don't like Koj- the way kojima tells stories but it seems to me like we are all higher collectively on control than death stranding even though death stranding got more points according to this arbitrary system that you built So to me, Control should be in the third place slot, at the least. That makes more sense to me. Now, am I going to be able to fight for Wargroove to be higher than 5? Probably not. I feel like Wargroove should firmly be planted in the number 5 slot. Even though I absolutely fucking love that game, I'm willing to concede. There's no way that should be anything other than 5. Death Stranding... it's it's difficult for me to say it's a number three game with how fucking polarizing that game is um which could speak some merit to it but just i i feel like control we enjoyed as a collective so much more i think that's the only argument that
3: really works for me is just the whole we all liked control is the the thing that is the the bigger argument there than that death stranding is bad um It's not a bad game. It's not a great game, but it's not a bad game. But we all really like Control uh, is the only reason I'd consider bumping that up because it was only on two lists, but it sounded like we all really liked it anyway. Well, but Uh, but that's the tricky thing
0: about Sekiro too is because Sekiro is, I was trying to be nice to Sekiro because it had nine points between you and Fish, but Sekiro is not on other lists and me and Shay, like we appreciated it, but like it just frustrated the hell out of us. So like, I, I would rather see Control higher than Sekiro, but I, I'm not fighting that fight because I'm not trying to stoke the fire there. I just think that there's probably more love here for Control than Sekiro.
2: You know, I could honestly, looking at it now, if we're going to unpackage it, I could see it going number one, Fire Emblem, number two, Control, number three, Sekiro, number four, Death Stranding, number five, War groove. I could see it completely going that way, and I would be completely okay with that. But my only concern there is, I mean, that's, like that's I did a like. a big jump, but yeah, yeah. I did like Sekiro a lot. Let's let's get it straight. It it had to be edged off my top five. Um, actually, it was, my runner up was between Resident Evil Two, or Sekiro. But I did enjoy my time with Resident Evil Two, and I did actually finish the game, so I gave that the the number six runner up slot. But. Sekiro is an awesome game. Like it's a very beautiful game. It's a a lot of the things, a lot of the praises we have already given it. But again, if we're looking at it as a collective, I think collectively we did enjoy control more. Like Morgan and I, Morgan, Um, I think Morgan and I would have appreciated it more had we gotten further into the game, and we were better. We weren't scrubs. (laughs) That's the truth, because I know you, I know, Josh, you and Fish, you both love that game very much.
3: Um, And not not to muddy this even more, but, like, I mentioned before, like, Outer Worlds, or the, the Outer Wilds was, like, just the best by a lot. Sekiro, I loved, that was number two. I mentioned this before. Basically, three through thirty are all neck and neck. So, if we're talking about bumping up control a couple points, that could have easily been my third choice instead of fifth choice. Like that; those are all so, so close, which would have put it at the same point value as Death Stranding had I bumped it up two points. Um, but mm-hmm, yeah. um, I don't know. But like you didn't, I, you didn't I,
0: feel the passion for it though.
3: again. Like, those could have been in any order, is the the point. Which also would have, had I done that, taken a point away from Wargroove, bumped it down to fifth, kind of like we were, we we're saying. So if, if just so it's uh, more of a collective choice, like, I I definitely think Control should be bumped up one, just because Wargroove, only two of us really liked. Control, we all liked. So, like, it, it definitely gets bumped up one, in my mind. Yeah. Whether or not we bump oh. it up two is kind of the debate, I think. I-
0: Fish, don't you think that... It's a bit disappointing that we have this amazing, you know, podcast and we're trying to do all this groundbreaking stuff and you have something like Death Stranding that such an incredible soundtrack that we love so dearly. And, Uh you know, we have Kojima. He's out there. He's your man. He's trying to do bold, brave stuff. And there's just people that want to shit all over a man for trying to break new ground and they just want to keep knocking him down as if there's not enough Kojima's haters out there. You got. Josh and Che just trying to knock him down the list one peg at a time. The only man out there trying to revolutionize. Who else out there is as bold and as brave as Kojima?
1: I don't I don't think he's revolutionizing yeah. it really. I mean he's doing interesting stuff like his I love the way he actually makes his game. Like I said, I'm a Kojima fan, but like I want to say it's standout because it's at the end of the day, it's still Kojima. And like, but have you ever played a game they're, they're... Where you
0: deliver packages or the strand system of having other players build stuff? In I've your played,
1: house? yeah, I've played GTA. I've delivered packages, I've delivered them by, you know, shitty controls as well. But like, I, there's, there's some merit in what Shay's saying in the fact that it, it, it is Kojima, it's just another Kojima game. At the end of the day, it, for me, I mean, it—it's a new IP, it's a new story, it's new characters. Like, it's great. I don't think it's revolutionizing. Yeah,
3: but there's I, nothing. i would be like fine it. leaving it where it was, if it weren't for the shooting. Because again, like that's kind of like he made this really interesting, unique thing, and then all of a sudden, oh hey, l- let's put some guns in there. Um, yeah,
1: it—it it felt very much like a Metal Gear Solid game at that point for me. Like it went back. To like uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid 2, like that, that combat didn't necessarily breathe any new life to it, per se.
0: I'm disappointed in all of you. This
3: is <laughs> very disappointing. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, think it should we'll... be on the list, but well, I don't think I'm, it should be. I'm okay third. with
0: it, I'm okay with it not winning, I just don't think it should be really bumped down, per
2: se. It's, it's, don't look at it as bumping down. Just look at it as making room for the better game, Control. Going to number three.
0: (laughs) But do you feel, Fish, do you feel like Control is a better game from the time you spent?
1: From the time I spent with it, I, I enjoyed the, the weird fucking, like, psychological trip that it is and, it's interesting but like also the combat in that game is it it looks fun but to me it looks like it could get a bit boring at times and like you'd be doing the same thing of you know pulling shit with levitate or uh telekinesis and shooting shit but um that's how I would play it but like that's that's as far as I got in that game sadly is I only got up to using the got up to the ability of using telekinesis and then I never touched it afterwards. Um, not that I didn't like my, my time with the game. It's just I didn't spend it, the time with it. So um, as far as like control control going up above Death Stranding, though, like, I don't know. It's, it's tough for me because I just haven't spent that much time with control. But...
0: Well, don't you think that's why it should be where it is then? Because you haven't spent enough time with it to have a strong opinion either way.
1: But then you got to look at Shay's point with his dilemma with Death Stranding and the fact that it's, he doesn't like it. He's never, he didn't want to like it, and he doesn't like it at this point after spending some like time it, with it. it.
0: Wow. But he doesn't even like the music. Isn't that weird? That,
2: yeah, that is a little weird. Oh, whoa, weird. whoa, 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 whoa. I'm having words put into my mouth. I don't like one song and that's because I don't like that artist but if you remember actually yesterday if Mm. you remember yesterday Fish Morgan actually played another song from the soundtrack and I said I liked it and it actually reminded me of Lord of the Rings soundtrack which I very much love Mm
4: -hmm. so I will give it
2: praise there he doesn't like Bring Me the Rising though (laughs)
0: Shows he has some taste. I, I
1: see what you're doing here, Morgan.
0: <laughs> it's problematic. Fish, come on. This is your last podcast. Do you want to go out? <laughs> Where, how do you want to go out
2: here, Fish? It's up to you. Mm. Do ah. you want to go out supporting one of your best friends, or do you want to go and support one of our paying Patreon members mm. who paid to keep us on air for months? Well, he already he already put That's Death Stranding
0: on his list, so if he was going to split, yeah, Patreon.
3: Yeah, yeah no, be. it's a little bit late. You could have... Could have. Mm. scratched well, I, I that think out. He, I'm pretty sure
0: he said <laughs> to keep it out. Yeah, he said not number one. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He said to make sure I, it's you not. You know, I one.
2: actually,
3: he, he <laughs> I think we've already accomplished that. About ten but... minutes
2: ago, I didn't want to. Oh, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't wow. want to have to use it, but he said, "Please don't let it be anything." More than number four on your guys' group. Um. Oh, so you're being swayed, right?
1: Now. I'm, gonna, okay. I'm gonna need you to take a screenshot of that message. Well, attraction.
0: but he did. He, <laughs> he did send me a PS4 Pro just so I could play Death Stranding. So that's giving me conflicting emotions.
2: That's oh so that's
0: so he, wouldn't he actually have to. enabled He's me. A better he than enabled you are, is my is what he, said. he enabled my love of. Uh, So I feel like I'm getting mixed signals here. Because on one hand, he's like, don't do the cocaine. On the other hand, he's like, what if I buy you cocaine? The best kind. Yeah.
1: He's cutting it up for you, essentially.
0: When I look at this uh, list here, I think it's reflective of us as a group. I know you don't like it, and there's things I don't like about it, but I don't think it's irreflective of
2: us as a group. I disagree. I think Control number three, Death Stranding number four,
3: is more reflective of the group. I disagree.
1: Mm, if we're going off the argument here, Shay is strongly against Death Stranding, whereas I am on board with Control. And all four of us enjoyed Control at that point, I guess. So it could essentially... I would be fine with it being overtaken, Death Stranding and just bumping... Death stranding down to four, Shame, where, I, ha- or, where I have it on my list. Fish. Yeah. He's
0: using a tactic. Mm. He's bombing, okay? I am being reasonable. I'm not bashing control, which I enjoy. I'm not bashing
3: anything. being completely re- reasonable by not group. moving an um, inch ever I, for I'm anyone not saying that I, with I'm any sort saying, of logic or arguments against saying,
0: my horrible, horrible like choice. A, it's not like there's a tie. It's not like it is a one-point lead according to these statistics I'm seeing here. This is a fairly significant win. And the passion is there. So, But what I'm saying is that I'm just trying to be level-headed by not bashing the other games on this list by saying this is trash, this is trash, this is trash. You did say Shay Wargroove is... is trash multiple times. That's true, Wargroove is trash. Um, but let's, let's back off of that for a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> um, yeah, let's back I off. Let's, let's select
2: the points that I can boring. make and disregard well, all the other evidence well, that... It makes me seem hypocritical. Yeah, I don't know do if that. we
0: should even really count Wargroove, but we don't need to get into that. Um let's let's look at it this way. Um <sighs> <laughs> Death Stranding <laughs> How about this, Fish? What if I made this case to you? The gameplay is I'll the most it. important thing, right? Well if I made this case to uh President Fish here. Gameplay is key. I see right? I hmm. Hmm. Remember the poll? Is that what you are going to say?
3: Yeah, I, I seem to recall you taking an op-ed about uh, about the opposite position at some point earlier this year.
0: What if I told you gameplay, mechan- gameplay is most important and winner of gameplay mechanic as voted on by all of us was Death Stranding's gameplay mechanic? So by that logic, you could say that the gameplay was the most important thing uh, this year that we all voted on, and that is the heart and soul of video games is the actual gameplay. So even if you hated the story and thought it was crap, the gameplay should be king, right? And the gameplay in Death Stranding yeah. is more enjoyable and unique.
3: Yeah, a minor mechanic that pops up every now and then is a.
0: You agreed to the discussion, Josh, I, I would also
2: like to point out that you forget who you're talking to. A person who prefer prefers narrative over mechanics, as someone who so, who some of their favorite games are Final Fantasy games. Fish's favorite games are Final Fantasy games. A lot of them. So he clearly prefers narrative. No, that's, Fish, don't want to put that in your, in your head.
0: Fish, all I'm saying is, isn't gameplay king? Too late. And by this <laughs> logic, gameplay should be king. Which game has more unique mm. gameplay, Control or Death Stranding?
3: Control. Mm. Really, Shay? Yeah, Objectively, I, I really... you think
0: Control has more unique gameplay than Death Stranding? I
2: think Wargroove has more... Interesting mechanics. Oh, then now you're just being nice. Death Stranding.
0: Oh my God!
2: I, I think Ape Out it. has more interesting oh, game mechanics. Can't do this. Yeah. No, that's
3: that's kill the solution me. here. That's the solution. Kill me, yeah. God, kill Three, four, and five is uh, Katana Zero, yeah. Ape Out, and then what uh, oh, was what was close? We we'll get to... later Alligator. Katana Zero, later yeah, zero Alligator. Yeah, Katana yeah, we'll, Zero. Yeah, we'll just there. do that. That, that solves this whole thing. Ball. They both get bumped. They both get bumped.
2: They are Indies.
0: The most important thing <laughs> that we need to focus on is that Fire Emblem is seemingly the game of the year, even though Josh hates it. Easy. Um, Easy number one. This is like the year that Cuphead oh. won and Josh hated that, too. So. That's true, Josh. <laughs> when, when, when did we say <laughs> that? Let's Again, that it's year. not
3: in the top 30, but it's still a good game. Oh, God.
4: Man.
2: Yeah. It's
0: not in the to top 30? I want to 30? hear this list of nope.
1: 30 games.
2: No, we don't How have to. How does one this? get to 30 games? I do.
4: How does, one play?
1: how does
3: that's, how one does, that's Josh. No. I like, Josh? I know. I am exaggerating because I wanted to round it to an actual number. It's it's in the twenties, but uh, it just doesn't sound as good unless you've got a solid oh, ten point I thing there. So yeah. the, the
2: last remaining spots
3: Is that what Apex you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hmm.
0: That's okay, Josh. We'll get you on some of
2: those AAA games next year.
3: Maybe. No, I played them. They're just not particularly good. Except
2: no. Luigi's Mansion 3, which I was surprised. That was at great. That was five. in the
3: top 30. That was that was like narrowly pushed out of uh, of placing. So Yeah.
2: But that's fair. Let's focus on what we have now. Number 1 is Fire Emblem clearly. Number 5 for <laughs> sure is Wargroove. I I think Control should go number 2, but you know what? I'm okay with Sekiro staying at number 2. I think we are hang up is number 3 and 4. And I think I I'm just gonna I'm not gonna criticize anymore. I'm just gonna say I think control should go number three. Death Stranding should go number four, and that's all I'm gonna say from here on out.
3: I'm fine with either position for those, but yeah, I do think just because like two of us really loved Wargroove, but again, just so it's more of a consensus sort of thing, I I think we should bump control up at least one because like I said, it that those two were so close together on my list anyway. I think it could easily have. Bumped it down a list, and it would have been it would have reflected us as a whole more closely. Yeah. So I I, think I think controls getting bumped up one, whether it's getting bumped up two, I don't really have a strong opinion one or one way or the other is kind of where I'm at. So.
0: And as far as the other side here, I yeah, I don't I don't necessarily agree with that, but I I love control, but I um I think that gameplay should be king, and I want to honor. (laughs) No, you
3: don't. You've just come across that as a position. Because yep. you, you think it supports it, your... No,
0: I, I legitimately will always default to... I mean, that the gameplay is the most important part of what you're trying to convey there. Um, whether or not I enjoy other aspects more than other people. Uh, and yes, it does conveniently fit my argument. That's absolutely correct. <laughs> um,
3: but, I, it's like I play, strongly, strongly believe in this opinion this. today.
0: Well, but I'm just saying that like I'm living for unique experiences. And... A lot of these games. No offense to your opinions, because I I think we should all look. There's a game on my list that's not particularly unique either. Yeah, um, no, I, think I agree make...
3: with that whole unique thing, which is why my game was the one. My list is the one that actually had unique games on it. Um, seems odd mm. that that's your opinion now, considering you've got five triple A games on here. Mm.
0: Again, I you... but without the wow. Like, in the, in, look, that's that's why I like that. That's why I love Death Stranding. It combines the things Josh loves. With the things I love, I have to. Mm-hmm. I, you don't. I don't have to repeat the AAA thing every time. I know, I know. not everyone's going to agree I just, with that.
3: I love. I just, there's no way I'm not going to give you crap for that every time.
0: <laughs> I just. It's true. Uh, the independent scene is where all the creativity is at, but I just don't get the you just you can't the uh, wow factor and yeah, production value. No, that I want.
3: you can't handle the strong stuff. Yeah.
0: I, I want more than like a game that looks kind of like a flash you, you, you game. You need, you game. need a little I hit,
3: knowledge. but you can't. You can't just. Uh, he you, likes, can't, you can't take full like the full strength. What is,
2: what is that, Bud Light Platinum? That that beer that clearly they put a bunch of money into marketing and they claim is one of the best beers on the market. But when it comes to micro-brews, the stuff that mm. may not wow you with their packaging, but definitely tastes better, can't be fucked to like that beer. It's... No, no, no.
0: It's... I, look, I... <laughs> Speaking of I which. I just want both. I want the creativity of the independent scene and the production values of the AAA scene. And Death Stranding gave me that and nobody else could. That's all that I'm saying. I mean, Hel- Hellblade remember.
2: gave you that years ago and you rejected no, it. No.
0: Hellblade, was, it was an action game with puzzles. Um, there was really nothing that... Uh, we don't have to get into this again. But, I mean, objectively, if you look at the gameplay in Hellblade, it was, you know, combat. Um and a somewhat standard puzzle system, and uh, not anything
2: particularly unique. Uh, yeah, that's the storytelling. Holy wrong! Holy shit! Absolutely,
0: it's there's nothing wrong about that. I played enough Hellblade to know. Tell me,
2: tell me, the audio um design of that game was not innovative at all. Just Please having
0: innovative that. audio design does not mean it's some sort of groundbreaking, like, independent thing. It's very different. Ah! Um, you can acknowledge the... Indip- oh, God. See, this is, just by, this is just you liking Hellblade more. That is No, no, you no, no. F-
2: this, is me. this is me getting you to admit something about another game that you could say exactly about the game you're trying to fight for right now.
0: No, I can't because it's not gameplay. You play. absolutely that is, can. It's audio. Did the, uh, and really, would you say the audio is groundbreaking?
2: Yeah, I would. Mm,
0: I don't know if I could quite go that far. But impressive, for sure. No, it's groundbreaking. But the actual gameplay, the gameplay was fairly rote. You would agree?
2: Mm. Yes, and that's exactly what I'm saying about Death Stranding. That there are certain aspects of Death Stranding, like the mechanic that we voted for, the best mechanic of this year, To be groundbreaking, and you know what, it's not entirely groundbreaking either, because as Josh noted yesterday, other games have done it. But we Mm, praise it because it's a good direction for gaming, but that does not make it groundbreaking.
0: And nothing in any of these other games would really qualify for something like that, a brave direction for gaming. That's all that I'm saying. I
2: mean, you could could technically say Tetris 99, Has like a brave direction for gaming.
0: Really? It's another Battle Royale game? How would that be a brave direction in gaming? Because it's not a shooting game. Oh, God. Well, you know what's great about fucking Death Stranding is an emphasis on not
2: shooting and not killing.
0: Yeah, if you by, kill making, someone, it's by making
3: you shoot someone for, like, a whole chapter there.
2: Yeah, by having guns in there, that's clearly not glorifying gun combat. It is
0: a very small portion of the game. The game is about delivering packages, and, in fact, if you kill someone, there's a huge penalty... For death in that game. Anyways, let's just leave it at this. Fish, whatever you decide, I will accept. Um, Even if I disagree with it, I've made my opinion clear. um, But I don't have the energy to continue to fight this anymore. I we have other things to do. Um,
1: Right, right. That's true. It's a shame because I do like I do like Death Stranding, but like like I said, I didn't spend as much time with Control, and I feel like Control resonated with you guys a lot better as a whole. And I feel like Control sitting there at three would, I'm just looking at it as a whole picture, I feel like as a group, Control would sit better at three and Death Stranding at four. And I, I don't I can't see it any other way at this at this point. Even though I do enjoy Death Stranding, even though I haven't beaten it. Um I did like control though, like the time I spent with it.
0: Well look, I'd said whatever you whatever you say, fish, I'm gonna agree with. So if that's if that's your opinion, then I will live by it. Okay. Twenty
1: nineteen.
0: I'm not gonna forget this fish.
1: What? Oh <laughs> good. You said that in a very, uh... I'll never heart. forget that. How about you say there that was some go.
0: conviction? <laughs> you know what, Fish? I will never forget this. All it's right. a happy memory. Um, but I do think we should, you know, congratulations to Fire Emblem. I do feel, yes. even though I get... yes. Even though I get very upset about all this stuff, I mean, objectively, I was thinking about this last night. And, uh, even though Shay really, really got me upset today, um... Josh, I do feel he gets shafted the most because all the things he loves, nobody really likes. And Josh, I I do empathize. You're on the deepest end of it that. It is. Spectrum. It is
3: tough having taste. It is. <laughs> <laughs> really difficult around here. Um, hey, I, Josh, I have...
0: I'm willing to kick Wargroove off for Outer Wilds. You want to make a deal? <laughs> I've
3: I've,
2: I've, uh, I've acquired a little bit of your taste. You've taught me a little well with oh, the, nice. the War Groove. You've taught. Oh yeah. I'm learning. <laughs> I'm a slow learner, Josh. It's taking uh,
0: time. Does Wargroove have tits?
4: Yes.
3: Yeah. It's There's the internet. Literally everything has tits. It's not the same. It's not the same, Josh. Hmm. If it doesn't have tits, you're not trying hard enough yet.
1: Mm-hmm. That's, you gotta, you gotta mm. squint harder at those pixels. Yeah.
3: You remember those uh, orange juice commercials with the ham sandwich? I... You can, you can, you can find some Pepper's shit about members. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: okay. So that's what we're looking at. We're looking at uh fire moment. Number one, I will say to anyone who has never tried a fire Emblem game because it's a turn-based tactical game that you don't need to be afraid of that stuff. Like A lot of the nuance that Josh doesn't like is because he's deeply entrenched in very strange, weird, and difficult games. You will never notice the things that Josh doesn't like about this game. I promise you. Um, I'm not saying that your opinion is invalid, Josh. You're just way deeper and way more intelligent than the rest of us. But (laughs) I will say this. It's an excellent game, and you should get a shot. Because... It's gonna scare a lot of people away, being a turn-based tactical game, but it is very approachable, very accessible, and, and very enjoyable. So don't let it scare you away. Mm-hmm. Alright, so that means number two, we have Sekiro. Um I should have fought it the reverse. I should have tried to get control up higher now. Um three control for death stranding and five war groove. Um Really, all that arguing just for one positioning place, Shay? Was it worth it
2: for you? Yep, hundred percent. It's because you're a hater. Mm. That is the true uh, hey, definition. I try to put control, control number two. I try to fight that.
0: Yeah, well, I would have fought for that too, but it's I too late it. now. I, I don't have the. No, hmm. it's done.
2: No, no, it's <laughs> fine. It's it's done. That's fine. I'm just saying. Like I, I was fighting for two spots. But uh, I, I think games that no, don't I'm have sorry. I was hiding Should be spots.
0: removed altogether. Sekiro's too hard, and there's no difficulty
3: option. It should be removed from the list. Mm-hmm. Throw it in Whoa. the trash. No. Mm-hmm. Fucking bullshit. All right, little guy. Mm-hmm. Calm down.
1: Uncrinkle Play that paper. Play some Roblox.
3: It'll be all right. God, I love Roblox. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> all
0: right. Well, Game I gotta decade? get let's uh yes that is oh fucking god My wife's gonna kill me um yes we have one more big thing to get to actually mm-hmm. I was looking forward to this too um there's a couple things I want to get to here at the end of the show actually so I want to say first and foremost that the game of the year for our listeners and followers on Instagram was Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order um which came as a surprise to us cause I was really the only one that got a chance to play it um but your vote was heard. And, Congratulations. Um, the power of Star Wars cannot be stopped. Mhm. So, sure that can. matters. Now I feel like I should probably go play it some more. Oh, yes. Just
3: just Yeah, I bought people. that. It was on sale yeah. on uh over the holidays. So I uh, I picked that up. I should be starting that here in the new year shortly. So, yeah.
0: Um and I will try to keep this somewhat brief. This is a question that we had from our, uh, our patrons, and uh, God, it's been a long show, but it's an excellent question. They asked us what our game of the decade would be, so I'll try to, I guess, lead here a little bit by example. I've been thinking a lot about this lately since they asked us, and if you join our Patreon community, uh, patreon.com slash we're going to do a special podcast just for our patrons. It's like a, a fun, jokey game of the year thing, um, and we take questions and really try to involve them on the podcast and the show
2: um can we
3: guess
0: so,
2: can i guess what yours is
3: yeah i've got a pretty good guess yeah i do too
2: yeah mine's pretty easy yeah go ahead it's either gonna be no man's sky or red dead 2
0: Hmm. okay any other guesses
3: it's death stranding <laughs>
1: <laughs> diablo Fish. 3 i'd be disappointed if it's not diablo 3 no, it might be destiny at no,
2: uh, the first no, destiny actually no no
1: that's no. that's mine oh, really destiny oh yeah. wow that makes
0: perfect
2: sense yeah that makes sense yeah. Yeah. No, i see
0: that one yeah
1: yeah yeah i mean like uh, the loot like that was something that like as games progress like Shooter looters of you know like Borderlands, like I got into that. I love that. And then first person shooters, like that's always been a thing. Well, did you say
0: shooter looters? I looters. did. Shooters, how dare you? Shooter, shooter looters. I
1: yeah. reversed the order. Not...
2: Forget about, about
3: it. it. So suck it, Forget old man. About They're about shooter
1: looters now.
2: <laughs> My last day, is What the I kids talk. are
1: saying. Right. Yeah. Well, the kids are actually saying schlooters now.
3: Oh. Yeah. We Shout can't keep we up do. with these kids. Yeah, fuck that. Um, yeah, I mean, you <laughs> played that for
2: Damn.
0: That was... <laughs> the vehemence
2: in that came out of Wait, nowhere. Wait, how is,
0: how is me not picking Diablo 3 a disappointment, but Destiny is okay, but you not picking Diablo 3? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> uh, Destiny is the Diablo of shooters, really. Um, in many ways. Okay. Yeah, that's that's not a surprise zone. Yeah, I mean, yeah, same thing. I'll keep mine pretty brief. It was No Man's Sky. You were right. Uh, just because they supported it for, I mean, Red mm-hmm. Dead 2 impressed me more. But, I mean, like, if I'm being honest, like, I played No Man's Sky for four years because they did four years of updates. Yeah. So, the controversy actually helped me because they did the Atlas Rises, then they did No Man's Sky next, and then they had the VR thing, which is a little bit. So, I've been playing that game. It's randomly generated I've Been playing it for, like, four years. So, I mean, I, I, I have a lot of identity, uh, what is it called? Where you look for your self-identity and things that you enjoy, mm-hmm. like from the science fiction setting and the music and the randomly generated worlds. Like I identify a lot with that game. So uh yeah.
3: Oh yeah. yeah. I can see that. Yeah. I w- That's the yeah.
0: perfect choice for you.
3: I would I would have called that. That was that is absolutely your game. <coughs> Excuse me. Absolutely your game there. So
0: For sure. Um Josh?
3: This was actually a tough one for me because Sea of Thieves it just is so personal to us as a group that like I'm 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 always going to have amazing memories of that game like it has been just uh like it didn't make my list last year but we, we were talking about games that we would bump up like that that's it's hard it because like Forgotten mm-hmm. Ann, I played this year as well, and that would have bumped something else off the, off the list again. Mm-hmm. So it would have had to even go even higher. But like, just you know, Josh, because if these
0: would have made your list last year, mm-hmm. it would have probably won our game of the year. It probably
3: would have, and I exactly that like it. It's meant so much to us as a group that mm-hmm. like it's it is a shame that it wasn't on my list. It's just the competition is so so tough uh, in a given year. Um, that said. As far as like a personal answer, since we weren't really doing anything as a group, it, it, it's got to be Dark Souls. I mean, it's one wow. of my favorite games ever. Yeah. It's one of the most yeah, yeah. influential games, just in in the entire medium since that game came mm-hmm. out. Um, and I, yeah, yeah I, I absolutely love the original Dark Souls. So
0: very fitting of you. Mm-hmm. Spawned an entire, well, Demon Souls probably did that, but yes,
4: yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Shay. Game
3: of the decade.
2: This was very, very hard for me. I had two choices that I've just been throwing around. Um, was it between uh, Skyrim? Skyrim was. Wait, a- was Skyrim was actually not one of the choices, and that was what? that was that was a third or fourth choice. I'm yeah. trying to think yeah if you guys want to guess I'll let you try and guess well
0: I know we, have, we probably I don't think you went with one of the music games again because I know we did a lot of those in the past like yeah the those, that or... was
2: like pre-2010 yeah yeah I mean rock, huh. Band, rock Band 3 came out I think actually in 2010 or 2011 but I can't remember yeah. it's been so long
0: I remember we did for a whole decade yeah I don't think it would have been Pokemon X and Y was our original game of the decade which was kind of funny but I don't think that would have been your choice no not Hotline Miami either, even though I know no. you like that.
2: Yeah, that's definitely in the top 10 of this decade.
0: Huh. Think about all the games Shay talked to. Oh, The Witcher 3?
2: That was my number one, yeah.
0: Yeah, okay. Right. But my number two was Super Meat Boy. <laughs>
3: oh, okay. <Yeah. laughs> you just had that throw, Hey, now, mm-hmm. you, you took two choices, you said. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I just want to say. decade? That seems like it. It was 2000. That feels like it was lifetimes ago. Yeah, so I was know, that right out. on the podcast. Uh, that was a whole separate podcast to go.
2: Mm-hmm, that was 22. that was when <laughs> that game came out. That was one of the first shows I did. That was with um New Vegas. And I remember we were in Morgan's tiny little house that he was renting out. And this is back when he was just dating Shy. This was before he even was engaged to her. And I remember rolling up to his place because I didn't even have a setup of anything yet. And yeah. he had this little wand thing that he like taped his little microphone thing to. And um, we were, I drank a twisted tea. And <laughs> I just remember talking about Super Meat Boy. This is one of the first shows I ever did with <laughs> you guys. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I used to tie the, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, tie, I remember that I tied the microphone to like a, um, God, what was that?
2: It's like I don't know if it was a broom. I don't know. I can't remember. It's been so long now. But it, you tied it to some, taped it to something. I remember that some sort
0: that. of weird like handle, like a racket
2: or something. Yeah, oh. yeah, something like that. <laughs> but yeah, that, yeah, that it was. It was in some ways a lifetime ago. But that game has just stuck with me. But you no, know, Witcher Three it ended up being my choice, um, not because of the show. I know that like a lot of people are gonna think you probably put it on the list because of the show that came out on Netflix. But to me, Witcher Three embodies in this past decade everything I love about games. Mm. Um I love these deeply woven stories. I like when you can go into a world and you can just go to a different town and you you have these smaller stories woven in that may or may not have any impact on the main story. I like that you can have these crazy interactions with the world around you. Um, I, I like the medieval setting very much. I like that there's magic in the world. I like, it's such a good game. It's yeah. it's so. I like well that you written. can
3: cast spells on your own horse while riding. If right. Just, yeah. Uh, exactly. If you don't have anything else to target, you'll just cast it right at the back of that horse's head, right in front of you. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: Roach deserved it. I swear. Uh... No, I. I mean, and <laughs> the game the, obviously doesn't have flaws. Visually, it doesn't hold up. Uh, anymore it looks very plasticky now unfortunately yeah. but back when it was first released it was amazing it has one of my favorite mini games and a video game of all time mm. I absolutely got hooked on Gwent uh, it's, it is difficult because like if for example if Oblivion had came out in this decade Oblivion would have taken it I think Oblivion was much better than Skyrim Skyrim is an amazing game and it hooked uh, on it, Gwent yeah I know <laughs> I was, I was trying
0: to turn that into some sort of like name and I like a mixtape I couldn't think of anything clever like, <laughs> that's awesome yeah.
2: something like Gwent is like someone's name I'm, like,
0: I'm hooked on Gwent um
2: <laughs> yeah but yeah Witcher 3 for me just embodies everything I love about gaming and I I think about that game a lot like there are so many times where I'm like I wish I had nothing to play I wish I was caught up so I could just start that game over and play it completely over again
0: mm-hmm now, if only in The Witcher 3 you could throw poop grenades, then you'd really be honest. <laughs> then, for sure. For sure. Just you can take your horse turds and just start flinging them.
2: Or you can make a sword out of feces and then fight mm. people with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, poop grenades. Yeah. But, yeah, for me,
0: it's At Witcher end of the 3. Year. Yeah, that makes perfect sense, for sure. For sure. Uh, I I think the story beats are much more... I The story is much more interesting than skyrim to me skyrim is so old though too it's kind of hard to compare those two but that's interesting to hear um i'm curious to see if the witcher holds up from like a, because we're all watching the show so i'm jumping back in the game and i want to see how it feels
2: yeah so yeah i th- i hope like because i don't know if you guys have watched the show it's something we'll talk about when we come back but i've really enjoyed the show and i think that a lot of people are re-getting into witcher 3 so it'll be interesting for us to talk about because i'm sure I know I'm going to be hopping back into Witcher 3 at some point over the next few months. So, Cyberpunk and then Witcher 4! It's coming! I hope.
0: Uh, more witching. We have more witching to do. Well, it's been fun. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening to the show and all the support our patrons have given us over the year and these years. Our patrons, you mean the world to us. So thank you so much.
2: Um, yeah. we We couldn't do this without you. Um Shay's giving me the finger. Not the finger. No, I just wanted to say one thing. I I forgot to tell Morgan about this. I want to say thank you to every single uh person on Twitch who has ever come in to spend time in our streams and who has subscribed to us, specifically um some of our mods on the channel, uh Matt, Lisa, and uh mm-hmm. Sir Zizu. They are incredible. Um it's Twitch is something we've taken on this year. Uh you know, first it was kind of like a whim and now it's become part of our brand and our growth. And that it's grown so much because of the amazing people who have come in and spent their hard earned money and time with us. So thank you for that. Agreed with Morgan on the Patreon. Thank you to anyone who is past or present or future who has ever been a part of the Patreon. Seriously. Um it's made us I think us humble and it's made us grow so much more. I want to thank you to um, Sassy D Merch this year and Poster Burner, both for being ad sponsors for us throughout the year. That was amazing. It was crazy for us to actually have ad sponsors on our show. Never thought we would be big enough to ever do something like that. So thank you guys for supporting us throughout this year. I want to say thank you to Jason, who's designed our logo. Uh, And we still, four years going, constantly get compliments on that logo. So Jason, thank you so much. Oh, yeah. I want to say thank you to Michael Gilbo, uh, for designing our intro music. Awesome. Uh, definitely upgraded us. Seriously. Thank you for that. Um, I want to say thank you to the goblin guy for designing the emotes on our Twitch channel. I forgot to announce that earlier. I want to say thank you to anyone who's bought merch at our merch store. Um, absolutely amazing that you would love us enough to wear, um What Jason designed and what we have kind of cultivated onto your body, multiple days a week or a month or a year or whatever, however many times you wear whatever you wear or whatever you buy. Seriously, thank you for that.
3: Yeah, we don't judge if it's your only clothes. That's that, that's okay.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. But the last thing I I want to personally say before Morgan wraps everything up is I want to I want to thank. Uh oh and I do want to thank every guest who has been on the show. We've had like Paul and Rich and other guests on the show and I want to thank you guys so much for being guests on our show. Don't want to forget that. Uh mm-hmm. the, the last people I want to thank are you three. Um, cuz you guys are amazing. The little people. No, not the best of, of people. You guys are three <laughs> of my you guys are three of my great best friends in the world and the fact that For the past three and a half years, we've stayed together week after week, through thick and thin, just to talk about video games has been amazing. Thank you.
0: That was a heartwarming uh, way to cut out. Uh, Perfect timing. I Uh, cut out? (laughs) Yes. God damn it. Thank you guys so much for... (sighs) Uh, Sadly, on the recording, you won't have cut out, so it won't be as funny, but...
2: Yes. No, but I, I just I want to thank you guys for sticking around for three and a half years to talk games with me. Through thick and thin, uh, what we've made and what we've done together, I, like, I'll never forget the rest of my life. like The memories we've made, everything we've done. And um, we've already said our goodbyes, but I want to just say one more time, good luck on everything you do, Fish, and... Like, like I said privately, I, mm-hmm. I do want to say publicly, too, publicly too you're always welcome back. So, uh, I love you guys. Thank you very much. Yeah.
3: As long as you bring donuts. It's like, well, any sure. sort of snack, really. Donuts would be yeah. nice, though. Preferable. Well, oh. you okay. were welcome yeah. back Green? until about Greenfield?
0: 10 minutes ago when you made a <laughs> faithful <laughs> decision. <laughs> Dang it. And so it. his fate was sealed. Um, alright well it's been fun I think Shay went through the roundup there um, and yeah Fish we'll, we'll see you down the road um, so thank you again Fish for being here from Texas the Filipino Johnny Depp Josh from Michigan Shay from Japan and myself uh, turned on time from Montana and we'll take a week off much needed vacation and we will see you in a few weeks the new decade now let me tell you about the Cairo Man Hey, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>